It's the first impressions cast. And better, yay. <laughs> I'm making a fool of myself. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> to episode, I appreciate it. Welcome to episode 47, the first impressions cast of the anime arcade season. What season is it? It's uh, fall 2017. Fall 2017. As you can hear, Logan's here. I am here. Carlos is here. I'm also here. <laughs> and. and- kind of uh, like apoplectic uh, confused that's words. not a real word you're making <laughs> stuff up i love <laughs> i love catching these guys off guard i never tell them what i'm going to do when we open these <laughs> and it's always fun to see the reactions because we do look at each other in google hangouts <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to start streaming these one of these days absolutely um welcome everybody thank you for being here uh we're doing our first impressions for the season fall 2017 as logan already for- informed you and um I had a lot of fun talking to you guys about the season. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's at least a fun one to talk about. Yeah, mm. a lot of shows too. A lot of shows. I think definitely more than uh, than last season. So that's cool. Yeah, some good, some bad. Absolutely, <laughs> Mostly good. which is is good. I mean, it it was almost too good the last season because it seemed like there was almost no bad to balance out the good. Yeah. So uh, we had a lot of good stuff last season. So um. It'd be interesting to get both both takes on, on stuff, have some shows that we can uh, have some issues with as well. So, um, <laughs> anything you guys want to add before we jump in? Nothing comes to mind. Just uh, enjoy it. Look forward to Love Live, as yeah. always. <laughs> yeah, we're, we apologize. We're, we're, we're fans, we can't help it. Yeah. This secretly, this is the Love Live cast. We actually spend the entire time talking about Love Live. That's not true. Please don't. We have subliminal messages that we put inside the cast so that you're actually wanting to watch. You have to wonder if you listen to our podcast and you watch Love Live and you enjoy Love Live, you may have us to thank for that because of our subliminal messaging that we've been using. (laughs) But just joking, I'm, I'm getting to. All right, thanks for listening. Talk of mobile games uh, inspired me to waste all my scouting tickets on this new Sif uh, UR Conon uh, Scout thing. Oh, there's a UR Conon right now? I thought it was an SSR. Uh, Is... No, UR. Oh. SSR Rico, which I've gotten two of already. Uh, but I'm going to use my last uh, round of tickets here. We're going to see what I get. While you're doing that, I'm actually going to go look at this, turn down my volume so the podcast <laughs> listeners don't hear it. Okay, it looks like... I still don't know what a UR, ta- or a UR envelope looks like. It's like like pink, really pink, like light pink on top, dark pink on the bottom with like a... Like the, the sticker that would hold the envelope shut is like a heart. <sighs> yeah, I don't know either because... The one UR I got was very early in my playing days. Well, okay. Well, I got my third SSR Rico. 
I got the mm-hmm. SR Mari and uh, Daya, though, so that's nice. Very nice. I don't want to jump the gun here, but I'm pretty sure the third years are my favorite in uh, Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they 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 definitely have uh have stepped it up quite a bit in my opinion but uh but i'm still really enjoying the the first years oh yeah oh it's that you are Kanon. okay yeah, it's like it's all the circus outfits yeah yeah so so the next you are is actually going to be a ruby i'm excited for hmm. that interesting I cool post that in our discord real quick if it lets me okay go for it but uh for for those of you who missed it, our last episode was about mobile gaming. So, and we've all gotten pretty addicted to a new one, thanks to uh, to Jeff here. <laughs> he, he thanks to a uh... Facebook ad that um, <laughs> I, <laughs> really, I actually did not click on. I I actually just saw it and then went to Google and searched for it. So, um, I don't click on Facebook ads, but um, yeah, found a pretty fun game. I mean, I I started playing it, and I've gotten Carlos Logan and um, DJ. Deej. Mm-hmm to join as well it's called valiant force it's uh i was kind of lured in with the promise of tactical rpg which is you know um anyone who knows me knows that i like tactical rpgs but uh (laughs) it's it's been a pleasant surprise uh for a mobile game i think it's i I would be i would go as far as to as to say i um it's probably my favorite mobile game i've played other than sif Hmm. um and in a different way i mean sif's obviously a different kind of game it's a it reminds me um, of of that game um, that they the the main character from Gamers Place, like it kind of looks well. Not, it doesn't look like that because that that game was two D, but like the tactical aspect and bringing a friend along and getting friend points and stuff like that. But this game is is a lot more multifaceted than I've seen most other multi uh, uh, mobile games, especially oh yeah, like level the leveling up system requires quite a bit, uh, and there's actual equipment and stuff like that. So it's pretty fun. I did, yeah, I did. the equipment aspect was was definitely a new one uh, for me in mobile games. I mean, I I haven't seen things go that deep before. Usually, you just level your characters up and you level their skills up, maybe. And um, you know, to see equipment and the ability to level that up as well is kind of like a whole new uh, platform of you know um, advancement, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the, um, the stories leave something to be desired though in my opinion yes. i was like what is happening i, yeah. I haven't even I seen care. really much of a yeah. story to be honest <laughs> I, I i just i really like story experiences in my rpgs and with this one i was like okay well it is mobile that's disappointing yeah but it's still I'm hoping fun that uh i'm hoping that there will be maybe the stories might come in the events or something I, I think what's gonna save or what saves it for me uh not story-wise but it's like the little raid missions those look like they're going to be a lot of fun. And the PVP is surprisingly a lot of fun as well. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, that's a, a new mobile game that we didn't talk about last week that now we may be talking about in the future. Yeah, now you can get addicted. <laughs> and hey, please, if you're interested uh, and you end up jumping in, join the Anime Arcade Guild. We could use more people. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have enough blue tickets to do either two SR scouts or one SSR scout. And I'm leaving this up to you guys, so I want you to know whatever happens, this is your fault for good or bad. That's not fair. That's totally fair. Well, Alright, you have you have enough tickets for the SSR plus? Uh, yeah, either the, the five or the ten. 
I'd do the SSR plus because if you get two SRs, you're going to really want to, yeah, wanna, you know, not podcast for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and at least you'll get an SSR. Uh, okay. But the thing is, do you go Muse or Aquars? Uh, please, Muse. Okay. <laughs> I, any chance to get an Ellie is a, is the chance I'm going to take, <laughs> even though it's Aww. never going to happen. But you could get okay. Shiny Onesan. <laughs> Shiny. Okay, here we go. Here it is. Oh. Is it well, Ellie? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you just get a UR Hadio? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I would take that. It. A UR knows of me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, UR knows of me. You got a UR, though. This is my you first got a UR, UR so. in a year and a half. Congrats. Of playing this game. There you go, man. Congrats on the cast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. it, it's well, not Ellie, hey. but it's Ellie's no. friend. Ellie's best friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the way to Ellie. Yeah. So you, you need to start yeah, using her more so that Ellie comes out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She's <laughs> the most well, well equipped member of the uh, <laughs> She certainly is. Although sure. that didn't help her chase down Nico. <laughs> No, it didn't. I forgot nah, what she's trying to slide I, through I, the cars. I just I was waiting for you guys to remember that scene where she's trying to <laughs> yeah, yeah. trying to slide between two trucks and uh couldn't fit. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, well, um we're talking first impressions today. Um we're like nearing the halfway point in the season, but uh we I guess what what are these like half half season impressions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's just the way it timing, worked out. Yeah, timing was just not really on our side. Um, with you, Jeff, being in mm-hmm. uh, California with Carlos uh, right. the last time a podcast would have happened, and me that same weekend being in Portland for KamoriCon. So that's good, though. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> so, sorry, Jeff. You know that you remember uh, on the Discord uh, the other day, Cube uh, said something about he was sorry to you. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so. It was because while I was streaming and opening those packs of Love Life Sunshine decks, me and Phil were really trying to figure out when the last time we had hung out before was. And we just, we couldn't nail it down. And we completely forgot that we had hung out with you like two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) That was that forgettable. You're such a handsome man. How could Carlos forget you? <laughs> we were we were really just like racking our brains. Like, when the hell did we hang out? It's like, oh, that's oh god, this year. That's funny. Uh, yes, but we are talking. We are talking anime this week. Um, finally, we got the the first impressions. And uh, I'm I mean, looking at at the season right now. It's probably not as strong as last season, but I'm still really, really enjoying it. There are there are some that I didn't like quite as much, but, hmm. but it's, this yeah. is the first time I actually am. Um, I'm actually really enjoying all my shows. <laughs> well, it's because you actually good, finally picked a good shows. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Clockwork Planet did look really, really good. <laughs> it just, <laughs> well, I mean, like the, I guess... the art, the art deceived you. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. For people, maybe maybe the people who remember. Uh, what i drafted you know that was spoilers for the rest of the cast but uh yeah stay tuned i guess yeah because i am um, for me so far this has been a good season mm. yeah yeah why don't we uh just dive yeah. right in uh with the bad news first yeah I'll let you handle that Carlos. <laughs> so there are, there are two shows i started that i dropped and uh if you're on the discord you know exactly what i'm going to 
talk about it first. Oh, my clothes are done. I'm not sure if the and podcast can uh, hear that. They <laughs> are shows that were not drafted. So no, yeah, yeah, they, they were, are. They are able to be dropped. <laughs> they are droppable. Um, the first one was Osama Game, the animation, or King's Game, the animation. Uh, it's the the story of um, a young man named Nobuaki. No, Nobuaki. I can never say his name. I'm just going to call him Nobu. Nobu uh, goes to this new school and he's really standoffish and shy and all this stuff. And all these kids in this class are really super friendly. And they, they try and, you know, bring him out of his shell. And they eventually do that. And they have this really cool sports festival thing. And everyone's high five, good friends. One of the really, you know, crappy teenage sitcom type. Uh, type <laughs> situations from the 90s um well it turns out the reason he was so standoffish is because he went through this thing called the king's game before where you get text like the whole class gets text messages and it's like you need to do this you need to do that and if you you let time lapse you die and it's like not a choice like the 90 percent like well Okay, I'm full disclosure. I only watched two episodes because every time I thought I'm going to give this show the first three episodes, I thought of what I saw in episode one and two, and I just <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to want to watch that kind of stupidity. We'll get into it. Um, so Nobu warns everybody, or no, Nobu kind of tries to warn everybody at first. Nobody really believes him, um, and so he essentially tries to kill himself. But at the same time, he would kill a girl oh, because well. it was it was essentially him and this girl have to kiss. Or they die. And he kept putting her off, kind of fully knowing, yeah, okay, let's not kid ourselves, fully knowing that both him and her would die. But at the same time, kind of a mercy if you really think about it, because they're about to go through some really effed up crap. Um, and uh, the whole class kind of finds finds out about this. And they, th- this is the beginning of the, the most whiplash-inducing character turns i've ever seen like they go from happy-go-lucky like high school students to we are willing to murder a person in cold blood right now oh my like god that their faces completely change um they witness a death and nothing kind of really faces them for a little bit like in episode two the main girl who's interested in nobu uh, she gets a, a text message a little later um Stating that she needs to hook up with this other guy, not the main guy. Um, her her name is uh, Natsuko. Natsuko like has to hook up with some other guy, and the other guy gets you know real rambunctious and and kind of fearful for his life. So he essentially starts making moves to you know sexually assault her, fucking okay. to fucking rape her. The whole class does nothing. Nobu himself is just like I can't do anything about this, even as she's like freaking out for him. Uh, and then Natsuko has this switch where she kind of becomes very vulgar, like instantly become, goes from like sweet shy girl to like, like I'm going to rape the guy now. Like now she's the aggressor. And is there like a narrative reason for any of this? No, there's no fucking reason. She just, she snaps. And apparently that was her character all along. But at the same time, how Hmm. are we supposed to know that? And, And Nobu pulls her off and it's like whoa whoa like because she says some you know she says some pretty well i guess vulgar words for a female he goes like he essentially tells her no you need for vulgarity i'm like you were about to watch her get raped and you're lecturing her over her language yeah that's crazy the whole class sees the snap right him uh and so nobu takes natsuko aside and tries to talk her down but remember the whole class saw her kind of go nuts 
while they're away from the class, she cries rape, like cries like, oh no, he's about to, like Nobu's about to sexually assault me. And the whole class, having seen her change, is like, like takes her side. And then they're shocked when she snaps again. (laughs) It is the most bafflingly stupid thing I've ever, I I gotta, I gotta read you this because I, I, uh, I was talking to, um, Andrew from the Otaku Spirit podcast, and I, and I I had to share it with him too. The the notes because I, I you know I take notes for at least the first episode because you know I I like to have that backstory. Right. <clears throat> I'll I'll read you the the lines of my notes from that period of time. Uh, back to the present. Natsuko's character does uh, does a one eighty. What the fuck with these character switches? Nobu is now offended <laughs> by her vulgarity despite being willing to watch her rape or being raped. Uh, suddenly, Natsuko, Natsuko doesn't give two shits about her classmates, and Nobu wants to save them, which is a complete switch of character for both of them. Uh, now Natsuko is playing the victim. Classmates classmates believe her despite witnessing her character transformation. Natsuko orders her classmates to literally kill Nobu, and everyone is shocked. What the fuck is wrong with these kids? <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't bear like like bear to think of watching another episode. I think I told native american i i couldn't watch this show because at the end of the season i'd probably have brain damage from trying to figure out where the hell all these character like changes come from it is one of the worst things i've ever seen (laughs) if you like shows like that and there are people who like shows like that then this is absolutely a show for you because it is hot garbage but um it's it started off sounding pretty cool and then it just sounded like it went totally yeah no, it you know, the first episode I was all on board until the end. And then it's just it is it's huh. not my kind of show. So it is dropped like a hot rock. Um I, <laughs> I'm sad I spent so much time on it, but I had to let people know about those that beginning because it was pretty crazy. Yeah. That, <sighs> interesting. That sounds like quite the ride. <laughs> yes, I am I'm tired speaking speaking of it. Uh the the second show I dropped, and for a much milder reason was Udahara. Um, mm-hmm. Udahara follows um, a group of girls, Mari, Rito, and, and uh, uh, Kotoko. Um, they run a uh, like a uh, fashion shop. Yeah, fashion shop. Thank you. In uh, Harajuku. A boutique. Yeah, a boutique. And uh, one day aliens attack. They're, they're stealing all of Earth's culture uh, because they don't have any of their own. And they all get like these transformation, like almost magical girl transformation stones. And they all have like separate little powers to fight the aliens with. It's not that this is a bad show. It's like, it's really pink. And it's just, the animation's <laughs> kind of wonky. And it's just not, I'm not really feeling it right now. So I dropped it. It's not, a, it's yeah. not by any means bad. It's actually kind of amusing at some points. But the hmm. style of it is very odd. Yeah. I would describe it as like just zany. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of off the walls in a lot of different ways, which is fun. It's fun to watch, but I just don't. Like, I watched the first episode as well. I enjoyed it, but I just don't have the time to invest in something like that right now. Yeah, so not bad, but um, but dropped. So, um, all right. So, yeah. That, those are those, those are, are the only two shows, shows. I dropped. So that's not terrible, yeah. but no, that actually um, for for the whole season, two shows. You know, thus far, that, that isn't too bad. I, I mean, thus far, I mean, there there could be a show that just like I don't know. 
Eh, at, Let's at be this positive po- here. At this point, I, I think I'd still watch everything. There, I, what I'm saying is there could be shows. It won't be dropped, but like, I mean, something could pull a gangsta and have like a terrible, terrible <laughs> ending. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and move into uh, on happier notes. Um, shows that we're watching, uh, but these shows weren't drafted in our draft draft episode. Uh, are any of you guys watching this one as well, or is it just... Uh, I watched the first two episodes, so I can comment on that. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I only watched the first three. I'm like three behind right now. Uh, the first show is Two Car. Uh, Two Car follows uh, a group of high school girls. It's like... Uh, during a competition in Japan, the competition is for a motorcycle sidecar race, which is this kind of crazy um, motorcycle scheme where, like, you actually have a person on the back. And the person on the back's job is to shift their weight to different parts of the bike to give you drift or to, I don't know, help you traction. Break. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um It's interesting. I honestly yeah. never knew anything about these races and immediately... Uh, uh, Tag showed me some YouTube videos, and I, I looked up some more, and it's pretty cool. Um, but hmm. but the the races are just like uh, or the the episodes thus far have just been little tiny arcs for because uh, there are a bunch of different groups of girls. Um, you know, the, is it well done? It's is it like it, you know it's well animated. The, the racing is pretty seems... interesting, yeah, and the the animation's hmm. done pretty well. Um, I'm not crazy about the main characters. Our main characters, yeah, Yuri and Megami, are yeah, are kind of jerks. Like they're the worst, and they're was just like loud, annoying, yeah, and like very like typical like rival characters, but have to work together. Yeah, 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 and apparently. Despite despite not at all trusting each other, they're they're they work like the best together. They're like they're the home team heroes, and they're they're like the favored to win. And I'm like, I don't like either. Of you. Yeah, uh, both have a crush on their uh, sensei. Yeah, the, the the whole thing is that uh, whoever wins this competition gets to go to the Isle of Man, where apparently there's a big competition for this uh, this sidecar racing. Um, and he went there, so they both want to go there because they were both going to confess to him, to their, their sensei. Um, but because they both had the same idea and were both in the same place, they couldn't go through with it. So now they want to get there and it's, I, I feel bad saying this, but I feel like this is going to be one of those ones that I watch all season long. I review at the end of the season and then I'm just going to completely forget come next year. Yeah. There's nothing super memorable about it. Um, but you know, it, it's fun to watch. Yeah. You like racing. And it's definitely interesting to see this kind of uh, new sport that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't have as much of the background as you do, seeing as you've watched like what, six episodes now? Oh, no, no. I've only watched, watched I've only, I've only watched three. I said I was three episodes behind. Oh, three. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You this, were three. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. first impressions so. podcast, I'm not going to catch up on everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, although I did catch up on quite a bit this weekend. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting. I if you're if you're really into racing, I guess you'd like it. Uh, otherwise, I don't really see a, a real good reason to get invested now if you haven't already. Yeah, I would agree. All right, you want to take over this next one? Uh, um. Oh yeah, yes I do. Absolutely, this is the best show this season. <laughs> um, oh wow! And that is. Uh, 
Osakawa Fufuni Natakara, or Love is Like a Cocktail, which <laughs> is a, what, like a two, three minute short, three minute short. Something like that. Which is the biggest travesty in all of creation. This oh, show there was a, deserves a big bait so and switch more. there. <laughs> um, it's What's going on with this show? Like a very, it's a very cute short about this uh, this woman named uh, Chisato and her husband uh, Sora, I think his Sora. name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of like, you know, their relationship. And it's kind of like a drink of the week kind of show. Like she'll get home from work and he'll make her a drink. Um, and they'll give you the recipe. It's that kind of short. Uh, it's just fun, cute, and leaves me wanting so much more when I'm done. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the husband is such an enabler. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's great. Uh, yeah, just essentially, Jeff, every episode is, well, not every episode, but a lot of the episodes are, uh, Chisato, like at work, she's very professional, you know, very yeah. straight laced and stuff like that. But when she comes home, Sora, who I think is like a stay at home husband, or maybe he's a bartender elsewhere, um, he makes her a drink. And when she drinks, like just one drink, she, she kind of lets her it, hair down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's her move is like she takes a drink and then you get the animation of her pulling the scrunchie out of her hair and her hair falls and then she's like totally flushed. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> She's a, she's a, I'd say she's a two beer Benny, but she only has like one sip and she's already, yeah, she's already one feeling drop it. Of liquor and yeah. she's done. Is, <laughs> is there any indication, is there any like kind of serious notes to the show or is it just total comedy? No, nah, it's uh, pretty much comedy. I mean, there's, there's some like sweet romance stuff between the husband and wife. Like he like, she just sounds like, uh, like an alcoholic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're also like, they're, the last two episodes have been like, uh, non-alcoholic drinks maybe not yeah. like the, the okay last that's one. cool you're right yeah um one she thought was alcoholic and pretended or <sighs> you know, thought she was all drunk and stuff yeah. and embarrassed herself and the and the drinks that she does have that have alcohol in them like i was thinking like it would be fun at the end of the season to maybe make some like make these drinks and and stream it like stream you know me making them and having them but they that sounds they're, fun they're so boring <laughs> I mean, like, they sound good. They sound tasty, but they don't sound like heavy in alcohol content at all. So this this lady well, that's has easy to fix. This lady has the alcohol tolerance of just I don't know of like an infant a fish. <laughs> I feel like a fish would have really low alcohol tolerance. Probably. <laughs> cool. But, Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's it's you know it's three minutes. Um, yeah, you're not going to lose any huge, time watching this show. Yeah, it's not a huge in- investment. So I really enjoy it. I eagerly wait every episode and I wish it was longer. Yeah. God damn it, it needs to be. It, it would it would be so much higher uh, on my like list of shorts if it was longer. Because I, I get wanting an op and an ed because i love them you know i do but at the same time just, for a short this it short it doesn't need it doesn't, it, have, it, it doesn't have an ed yeah it doesn't have an op though. yeah it doesn't just have but ED. still just just an ed i'm like why it's three minutes long i know yeah i don't know but you know whatever it's good it's fun yeah go watch it mm-hmm. absolutely yeah it seems to be an issue with shorts sometimes that you know they've they're a three minute short and a minute of that is op and ed and yeah. it, it definitely feels like a cop-out Oh, I'm so happy about this show. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the next show on our list, which is uh, we all avoided, uh, 
during the draft was a sister is we all you all need. Forgot about? Oh no, I avoided it. The- because oh, I was I, I was it. worried about it because oh. of the little brother aspect who looks like <laughs> a little sister. Um, oh right, we did talk about this one. The, this is a little sister is all you need, which um, is another Emoto show that features a uh, a novelist, uh, a light novel author, uh, just like a show that uh, a certain member of our community is sick of hearing about. <laughs> um, sorry, Cuba, had to mention it. Anyway, so this this show follows uh, Itsuki, who is, again, a light novel author, and he is absolutely obsessed with little sister stories. I mean, to the point where, like, all of the figures on his on his uh, bookshelf are of little sister characters, including, uh, oh, I just blanked on her name, um, or Emo, Kirino. There we go. Uh, he's got a Kirino figure. Um like he, is there some kind of connection with the studio? The, I, the, I think who, the the person who wrote either that he either wrote that or Hog and I wrote this story. Huh. Um, oh, okay, because uh, this little sister from from Hog and I was was uh, a figure that he had there too. Um, <laughs> Funny. But uh, so he's obsessed with little sisters, but he's got a little brother, and his little brother kind of takes care of him, and and little by little we're starting to get a little bit more about this guy's backstory because he you know clearly doesn't live with his parents um and like maybe they had some kind of falling out because only the like the brother comes over and he keeps telling him hey you need to go see mom and dad um but it's mostly itsuki hanging out with his fellow writers and um and uh one of his friends uh his friend one of his female friend Miyako hangs out with him. Uh, he hangs out with Nayota, who's a a fellow light novel author, but she's super super perverted, and she's like deeply in love with Itsuki um, because of his novels. And they hang out with Haruto, who's another author. And a lot of their 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 um, the show is their discussions and stuff like that about writing and and uh, um, other parts of the show like are like Itsuki's um inspiration for stories and where it comes from like the in the latest episode he actually finishes his manuscript and uh through the previous episodes and in the events of that episode you see where he kind of develops his story from although most of his story development comes from a desire to be done writing the story <laughs> uh but it's it's a really cuz it's a really interesting um story and show because despite all the perversity and like the the short little gag comedies about how much he loves you know younger sisters and how much haruto loves maids or whatever um there's these really odd oddly touching moments which is just weird i mean it's but it's good it's like it but i don't know i don't know how to explain it It, it makes it makes the show both engaging and odd um, <laughs> like uh, Nayata's backstory, how apparently she was bullied, uh, and Itsuki's stories kind of made her what she is. And Itsuki reading Nayata's stories and like kind of just at a loss for words of how good of a of an author she is and how he's trying to get kind of to her level, even though uh, he's technically her senpai. Um, so it's just a lot of little things that I just just keep me going when I keep thinking. And there's another little sister joke. <laughs> um, that and the beer he drinks looks really, really good. 
Uh, that's a mm. side note, side note. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if you... Have, are either of you guys watching this show? No, no. It's one I want to watch. Yeah. It's, and I will probably find the time eventually. It's it's better than I thought it would be. Way, way better than <laughs> I thought. I mean, it's not, it's not by any means my top show of the season, but it's... I'd say it's upper middle. And, oh, well, okay. And it's uh, it's definitely worth a watch if you liked... I think if if you liked Aramanga Sensei, because, you know, not I won't say same story, but, you know, similar premise, um, you're really going to like this show a, a little more, I think, because of, of the, the semi-seriousness that, of, of some of the aspects of the show. Okay. So, a sister is all you need. Go watch it. No, but part <laughs> of what was, I think, endearing about Aramanga Sensei was that it felt not serious. So you're thinking that maybe the serious notes in this won't turn someone who liked the not serious aspect of Aramanga Sensei off. Um, just from what? Yeah, if if you didn't like just the straight comedy, if you're looking for a little bit more mm-hmm. of a meaty story, uh, this one because okay. it, and it's it's kind of giving it to you like a little bit at a time. Like I kind of want more. I want I want more of what was going on with Nayuta. I want more of what Itsuki's thinking when he reads other people's novels because it seems like he's kind of got this inner conflict where he's he doesn't feel like he's good enough, um, hmm. which I think is interesting, but. And I'd like more Miyako too, because it's pretty clear that she also liked Itsuki, and I'm not sure if anything's going to pan out from that. So we'll see. Cool. Um, let me see here. Uh, the next anime is Anime Gatiris, um, which I'm sad that neither of you guys are watching. <laughs> Again, one that I will be watching. It's so good. I just didn't have time. This is this is one of the shows that like kind of blew me away. Um, because I wasn't expecting anything from this show. Just just comedy. But um, uh, the anime starts with um, Minoa, who is a high school student. And she's kind of at a loss for things to do. Uh, kind of like uh, Yui from K-On. Like, she hasn't, okay. she hasn't joined a club. And she's really worried. I mean, she's not, she's not like Yui in that sense. She's just... Yeah, yeah. She's not... I don't want to say Yui's dumb, but... Uh, yeah. absent-minded there you go she's not there absent-minded um but she just hasn't found like a niche to fit herself in like and one day um she kind of offhandedly mentions uh, an anime to like the rich girl in class and it turns out the rich girl in class is a major otaku i mean just like like, like she's got so many blu-rays um <laughs> just that she snaps her fingers and her butler comes and there's like stacks and stacks and stacks of blu-rays well, together they decide that they're going to revive the anime club because you know, very recently the anime club had gone out um, because there weren't any more members. Um, and they find all the kind of eccentrics on campus who <laughs> happen to be anime fans. One of them is like, you know, he's a really chuny. Um, the other one, surprisingly, like the, the president they find is actually a gal. And it just turns out she really digs anime. Um, and uh, they find uh, like the they find out that the like one of the more handsome guys in class is actually a huge idol otaku, which I loved. <laughs> like he, he opens up his shirt and instead of like just a regular white shirt, he's got like a, it almost looks like a love live t-shirt underneath. Um, <laughs> oh, well. So I'm like, I like this guy now. Um, and they, they find Miko who's a, a, a huge light novel fan and they, they form the, the anime club and they have like a little, um, 
like a little spat with the the uh, student council because you know there's always got to be a problems with the student council. Um, but the thing that impresses me about this show so much is how much they like like they love to give the little message that you like. I don't know how to say this. It's okay to be an anime fan. Like, yeah. there's so much discussion on like there's a a conflict between two characters over over light novels versus the anime and and you know that gets resolved it's like look you know whether you like one or the other you know it's a difference of perspective it's you know not that one's superior to the other um yeah i like that i like that a lot actually the big one for 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 me i I haven't seen today's episode uh full disclosure for for those listening we're recording on sunday there's a new episode out i haven't seen it yet um (laughs) the the latest episode that i watched they went to uh And they meet a Chinese girl online and they learn that uh, we as foreigners get are getting anime sooner and sooner nowadays. And mm-hmm. uh, the, the Chinese girl says that, um, you know, because she's gotten into whatever their version of Crunchyroll is and she follows it week to week. Uh, she says that uh, when I mention to people that I like um, that I like anime, they'll mention shows from like 20 or 30 years ago. Because they don't know about stuff that's happening right now. And and I'm like, that resonates so well with us because yeah. like you mentioned like anime to the normal populace, and they'll people have, will have seen Dragon Ball Z. Like people our age probably saw Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon. Right. Or, Naruto. Yeah. Maybe. Exactly. So it's like oh, I want to talk anime with you, but you're you're stuck in several years ago. Um right. and then there was another character, the, the I'm sorry, the um uh, the gal erica erica spent a, a lot of her time growing up in la or it's implied la because it shows the la convention center she got, went to ax and she met a lot of her she was able to break out of her shell being a japanese girl in, in america by uh, bonding with people over anime and it's just like a lot of really cool messages like that that i was not expecting from a comedy um so I'm I'm very very impressed with this show, and if you're interested in watching uh, a show that makes very salient points about the anime or about anime and anime communities, while also making you laugh, you're really gonna love Anime Gatteris. So I thoroughly recommend it to anybody uh, who that sounds appealing to. Cool. Is this a um, full length show? Mm-hmm. Full length. Cool. Um, it's got a it's got a fantastic opening and ending theme. Um, the ending theme actually kind of like a part of it looks like an idol show, like an idol uh, concert in an idol show. Uh, that actually it it, it sounds it, it sounds really interesting. Um, uh, I wouldn't I don't know I don't know I'm thinking Genshi Ken even though it sounds maybe not quite as serious as maybe Genshi Ken was. But, no, um, to see a group of you know people from those type of different you know, anime interests, you know, talking about that kind of thing and the actual culture that matches what we go through. It's always nice to connect with that. So, yeah. And it's nice to see that the, the Japanese community understands foreigners as well. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting <laughs> <laughs> because that's, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Um, so that's, that's anime. Cool. Gatari's. Please go watch that. And um, the next show I am also sad that neither of you guys are watching. <laughs> Although I understand that it's probably not your kind of show, uh, Logan. Um, yeah. This is Junie Tyson. I'm really excited to talk about this show, but I'll try and keep it brief since I'm the only one 
uh, watching it, and I know you get sick of hearing my voice. <laughs> <laughs> you have Never. a beautiful voice, Carlos. Um, Never, Carlos. So Juni Tyson takes place in a city that's been completely emptied out. They don't really say how this happens. I'm magic, question mark. Um, <laughs> essentially, uh, the 12 signs of the Zodiac, you know, all the different animals, are represented by warriors who have proven themselves on one battlefield or another. Um, so, you know, you have the rabbit, you have the rat, you have the boar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they all come together and they are going to fight to the death. Um, and the last one standing gets a wish. Um, and this is all for the enjoyment of some shadowy uh, billionaires or whatever who, you know, bet on the, the winner or whatever. <laughs> it is. It's a really interesting way or it's got a really interesting way of kind of subverting your your thoughts um especially in the the first few episodes um where they like the deaths come pretty quickly um i will say that uh some of the characters were more interesting than others but i mean they kind of get knocked out pretty quickly the less interesting ones (laughs) um and it does kind of do that that kind of anime movie trope thing where it's like here's a backstory wonder who's gonna die next um (laughs) oh yeah yeah. it doesn't it doesn't always do that no that's not true (laughs) i'm sorry like as you're describing this all i can think of is magical girl raising project uh except they're not magical girls and i don't feel really bad for these people uh except for a (laughs) except for a couple but at the same time, when they give you the backstory, 90% of the time, you're like, all right, this person deserves to die. Uh, <laughs> there were there were a couple I was like, please don't die. Um, but anyway, I won't give away any who dies because you, you really need to watch the show. This is a First Impressions podcast. Um, the only complaint I really have aside from that is a vague sense of anticlimax sometimes. Sometimes people die and I'm like, that was it. Are you serious? Uh, what? Aren't these supposed to be like the greatest warriors in the world right now? You're telling me he- It sounds like you'd get desensitized to the death too. Like if it's just happening all the but, time, it's just like, okay, well, was, death of the week, th- there right? There was one recently that was really good. I don't- Iffy on whether or not that person died. <laughs> uh, but the, another one in the exact same episode, it was like, bam, dead. And I'm like- why oh well <laughs> there's nothing to his death he just uh, there was another one like that too anyway but yeah so some of the deaths you get this really really vague sense of anticlimax uh but it's still animated really well and the fights that they do have that run longer than like two seconds uh are still a lot of fun to watch and i'm really curious like of, of the characters we haven't seen backstories for because some of these backstories are really like one of them's really like the first one we ever see is really fucked up. Just oh my god, it's bad. Uh, but some of the other ones are pretty good, and and I enjoyed watching them. I enjoyed watching. I I, I don't want to give away who died, so I won't say who's I enjoyed watching. The more recent ones. There you go. If you're watching the show, the more recent ones, I really enjoyed watching those backstories. Uh, if you're not watching cool. it and you like that kind of battle royale type setting, uh, it's a great show so far. Uh, despite a few minor complaints. Um, and I'm really, really curious to see how it ends. So I'll, I'll be sticking with this one to the end. For sure. Oh, show. Very nice. Oh, show. Well, that sounds pretty interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree, Logan, with you about mag- Magical Girl Raising Project. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like I would maybe have similar issues with it, but it might be something worth giving a, giving a try. I, I can almost guarantee you that a character won't end up being pregnant in this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just cut someone deep. I just cut someone deep <laughs> listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> she was my favorite too. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, Junie Tyson, uh, absolutely go watch that show. It's got oh, and another phenomenal OP, just amazing OP, and it's on iTunes. The uh, the singer likes to roll his R's. Oh. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you'll hear it when you you'll hear it if you watch the show. Uh, I nice. organized this list terribly. Yeah, my apologies, guys. Well, that was that was our shows that we did not draft. So now we move on to you know our actual drafted shows, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and this this first one is mine too, which is why I said I organized this terribly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you do you. Uh, you I, can go with number two first, and then we can go to that one. Uh, well, I I think my my thinking here was I just wanted to get this one out of the way, so okay. it's just fair enough. Yeah, this one is uh, my girlfriend is a show bitch, which is one of my <laughs> drafted shows. Yep, Very show nice. bitch. Uh, or my girlfriend is a faithful virgin bitch. Um, yeah, Japan <laughs> is just just odd. Um, it's uh, <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> it starts off with uh, oh God, what's it? Haruka. I want to say his name is. Um, he's the, he's kind of, I don't want to say like nerdy kid. He's actually pretty average, average kid, uh, finds himself interested in Akiho, who is the, uh, class rep for their class. And, uh, one day he asks her out and she accepts. Um, but it turns out that she is a humongous pervert, (laughs) (laughs) uh, and, and not really out of experience, just out of interest and curiosity. Um, so a lot of this show, uh, and I think, uh, again, at the beginning of the season, uh, me and Andrew were talking about these shows, and, and I think he put it best when he told me, he's like, it can't get away from its four coma origins. I 100% mm-hmm. agree. Like, all of the show's comedy comes in little tiny bits that you can tell are four comas, um, which is unfortunate because nothing really feels like a like a big arc. Some of it does, but it's not. It's not great. There's not really a whole lot of progress made. Um, everything's everything is just like a one-off joke, a one-off perverse joke, which normally is like I I you know enjoy, but just the the four coma styling, the fact that the art is not good looking at all, uh, really detracts from from my enjoyment for, of the show. Um, Would it be better served as like a short, like an eight to twelve? Even then, short? it's not really great looking. If it if they could, if they could have gotten away with a bigger animation budget on a short, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe okay. it would have been fine as a short. But uh, as it stands, it's every new character we get is is perverse in some new way, which normally is fine. But again, with the the way it goes, it's just it's not interesting. It's not really that entertaining. It, at most, it'll get a smile out of me. If it really uh, cracks a joke, I, I find somewhat amusing, but I don't think I've laughed out loud, uh, which is mm. which is really a de- like detracting from a show like this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a huge <laughs> that's a huge problem for a show that seems to be based around solely making you laugh. So. And 
it, the the thing that that makes it even more baffling i guess maybe they were trying to stick to the art style of the the manga but the thing that makes it baffling about the the animation is that they don't they're not animating background characters like the background characters mm-hmm. are all these outlines of people so i'm like you didn't have to put it put in all this time animating all these background characters and the what do you call it the school itself looks very normal like it doesn't look like you put a whole lot of work into that so you think that maybe in character art you'd be able to show off a little bit and who uh who what a uh, studio uh is doing it? this studio is Di- <laughs> diomedia oh okay yeah huh hmm. so kind of disappointed it's diomedia and studio hmm. blanc I was yeah, I was think- really looking forward to to funny. Uh, yeah, it's too bad. I, I will say at the very least, there's not a pedophile in this show. Oh, thank God! <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, Hajime Tenogal, like Hajime Tenogal, will 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 be the floor for Etchy for me for a long, long while. <laughs> um, but this one, this one's not far off the floor. It's it's pretty mm, maybe just below mediocre. Okay. Oh god. Uh, so. I mean, with a name like that, I'm not surprised. Uh, right? I'm so disappointed. I wanted better from Etchy. I mean, I'm. I don't expect. I don't expect highbrow comedy. But God, I ex- at least make it look good if it's going to be an Etchy. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> one of the reasons people watch Etchy. Yeah. Well, next show um, is actually a show I am using as a replacement to um, Dia or Dia Horizon. Mm which turned out to be ridiculous looking pill people <laughs> as opposed to the um, uh, what looked to be an epic fantasy that it may have become. Um, I'd love to know what Square Enix is doing there. Uh, they uh, Hopefully that mobile game that you're planning on making is, uh, is, is pretty good. But regardless, um, it's about a game and it's a recovery of an MMO junkie, which I have been very, very pleased with. Uh, thank you, Carlos, for recommending this one to me. Absolutely. Uh, when I was over there in California. Um, it actually just keeps getting better. And I'm really liking uh, a lot of the MMO references <laughs> that it's making. It's really, it's drawing me in to, um, to the story and just kind of seeing what this show is about you're seeing a character not only it's not a trapped in an mmo kind of story like i kind of maybe expected it to be a little uh it really is showing a you know a character who's playing an mmo and you're seeing both sides of her life because of that and anyone who's played an mmo knows that that is what happens when you get into an mmo you kind of start to live a couple different lives (laughs) (laughs) so uh you guys watching this one with me right absolutely it's another on that list that i will get to i promise um want to sit the character yeah synopsize it a bit yeah yeah so we've got a girl who um um she essentially has she worked you know she worked her butt off for the first years of her life and has apparently saved enough money to uh retire early and her retirement consists of sitting in her apartment and playing mmos that's what she decided she wanted to do at least uh from what it seems like with the rest of her life uh am i wrong there no no it's it's the only thing is i i kind of wonder if she has enough money yeah Um, well she's living very frugally and it seems like maybe the way the show's going that that is um maybe going to turn out to be not what she you know who knows i don't know we we kind of are waiting to see but um, kind of also maybe kind of also haven't seen too like why she decided to do this because it seems like there's a like maybe some workplace drama or something that drove her to 
to not want to interact with people anymore. I imagine it comes from just the extremely stressful situation that is the Japanese workplace and the fact that they, I don't think it's a very happy place (laughs) for most (laughs) Japanese salary men and women. Uh, And she genuinely wants to, uh, they, they did allude to the fact that I think she was before she went to work, you know, an otaku or some kind of, you know, she was into games Mm -hmm. and MMOs and stuff. So, um, this is, she's, you know, glorified that life and she wants to live it. And, um, so far it seems to be working out pretty well for her and she's meeting some pretty cool people. So, um, you know where that goes from here though, I'm I'm actually really (laughs) curious to see. This is one of those though, that like, those like impossible situations where everybody in your guild lives somewhere near you. <laughs> That's the thing. And I wonder, you know, I, I assume it's, you have to suspend your dis- disbelief a little bit, but I wonder if that is a little more, um, it's certainly not, they all go to the same convenience store, you know, but in Japan, you know, people do tend to live closer to each other. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and, and it's, it's not outside here, the so. realm of possibility. You hear, especially like, I, you know, if you watch the, the latest BlizzCon uh, stuff, they always have stories of people who uh, who met their significant other or met like some of their best friends through WoW mm-hmm. or, you know, some other game. Oh, yeah. So, And I, I actually, very interestingly, I played a game uh, once and I got into a guild and people started talking about where they were from and it just happened that like a quarter of the guild was from South Florida. And I, <laughs> I was like the weirdest thing too because I, I, was, I was like, did somehow this game take people and put them on a server together or something, you know, like people from general areas. Cause it was so weird how many people were from within a half an hour driving distance from well, me. I'm but, sure, um, you know, just speaking from the little bit of coding and, you know, programming and stuff that I've done and network stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they would probably for a game server would want to have people on that server as close together as possible for, um lag and stuff mm. makes sense the closer you are then i mean the response right. time is, unless you're yeah, like league sense. of legends but where you can reach like the whole globe but yeah for like yeah. a smaller game yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but um this game's or th- this game this uh this show's great i'm really enjoying it it's um it, it, i'm really eager to see each new episode at this point it's gotten me it's hooking me it's, more and more each each episode it's developing so. a pretty a pretty interesting and kind of cute romance as well um, that I'm I'm enjoying. I'm hoping to see more of. I'm really not into one of the characters, but we'll we'll see. Because like, he at, at times he seems uh, this is um, if, I don't remember what his first name is, but they call him by his last the name. Coworker. Koi, Koi, uh, the yeah. uh, the male co worker of of Yuta, the the main protagonist yeah. who plays Lily. Um, he at times it it seems like he's doing stuff for their benefit but other times he's just like no. he's kind of like this trickster character and i hate that kind yeah. of character they're so <laughs> annoying no i think he i i don't think he's doing anything i think he tries to make it seem like he's doing it for their benefit but he's just a dirtbag in my opinion yeah i i don't know i, I don't know. i'm hoping i'm hoping that it's not that's not the case i'm hoping he's just i don't know yeah no you know what guy. i guess he did kind of i guess he did do something nice there but yeah at one point yeah no but i I don't want to spoil any of that but um it's been a good show recovery of an mmo junkie moriko the main character is waifu of the season she's so good (laughs) because Mm, as a as a as a uh, a 30 year old mmo player i like empathize with her 100 (laughs) percent 
<laughs> and I feel like I that is one minor thing before we switch shows. Uh, what do you call it? I I hate that they're like, oh, I'm such an old maid because I'm 30 years old. Like, fuck you. I'm 30. I'm yeah. not old. She's not old. Oh, I hate that that stupid stigma in in anime. That's like, oh, you're thirty, you're over the hill. I'm like, you I realize mean, once you reach fifteen, it's all down. Like, so. you realize how old people are living nowadays. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, she. I think at first she was really kind of bland to me. Like she she didn't have much of a character, but she's developing more um, over the last couple episodes. I'd say we're to the point where I'd I'd tend to agree with you. Yeah. At least from what I've well, no, you know what? This is a Tachibana Silfen Fords in this season, so I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, a car is in the season. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I love this character. I love this character a lot. I there oh, are hey. there are quite of uh quite a few great female leads in this season, yeah. but uh all right. Moving okay, on. Next. Um so one of the shows that I drafted for the season. Um, Children of the Whales is unfortunately a Netflix show, which means we won't be getting it for six months or whatever, however long it takes them to dub and release everything. Um, so to replace that show, I decided to pick up uh, Konohana Kitan, um, which is a anime about this, uh, what are they called? I guess it's just an inn, a hot springs inn. Mm-hmm. I forget. Onsen? There's a term for that. Uh, Ryokin? Is that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and uh, in this world, there are all you know all different kinds of uh, races and peoples. There are like animal people. There are people with animal features. There are actual humans. There are ogres. Spirits. Um, spirits. Yeah. Just a bunch of different kinds. And uh, the main character, uh, Yuzu, gets hired on at uh, Konohana Kitan, uh, which I, that's the name of it, right? Mm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah Konohana Oh, uh, no, it's mm-hmm. uh, Kon- uh, Konohanate. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Konohanate, uh, this inn to be, you know, an attendant and stuff like that. And so it's just kind of the, the story of her working there and the you know story of these other um, girls that are uh, working there and just kind of the guests that come through and stuff like that. It's mm. a very, very pretty show. Um, Gorgeous. M- yeah, maybe one of the more well-animated shows this season. Um, definitely one of the better-looking ones. They're all, and I think all of them, except for the manager are Fox Spirits, and I think maybe even the manager is. She's just, instead of being like fox-eared girl, the manager is like full fox face, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's full animal. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a really cute show, um, and very heartwarming. The, the characters are kind of, you know, tropish in many ways. Uh, Sasuke is like, you know, very hardworking. Um, though her, her backstory about why she's at the, uh, at working at the end is kind of, you know, uh, it's kind of sad, mm-hmm. but also, you know, gives her kind of inspiration and stuff like that. Um, we haven't really gotten much of Sakura, the little black-haired girl. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious about her backstory. I'm, I'm sure we'll get yeah, it eventually. Yeah, for sure, because she doesn't talk much. She's kind of, uh, <laughs> well, she plays hide-and-go-seek. And or chases stuff. chases a certain character around with scissors recently. Yeah, yeah it's very, <laughs> very cute. She's very cute. Yeah. Um, 
recently we got to learn about Ren and, uh, you know, how she has a fear of men and how that kind of plays out working at an inn that serves uh, men of all kind, um, you know, and her relationship with Natsumi and how they met. I don't know. It's just it's a slice of life. It's very cute. Um, like you said, though, very heartwarming stories. I mean, yeah, we recently got one uh, with the. Uh, I think this was an episode before the last one, which was the uh, the, uh, the 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 girl who works on the loom, and how Yuzu kind of breaks through her her I don't know her like kind of tough exterior, like she's very standoffish and doesn't want to eat and stuff like that. And I thought that was a really great story, and it was it was like while you get this this great story of of you know a, a girl trying kind of tr- trying to come out of her shell and and explain why she's always so angry and standoffish like during the rainy parts like it's really dark and the flowers outside are really vibrant and it's gorgeous uh-huh. and then the oh the, yeah the contrast of yeah colors, oh my god it's phenomenal yeah i i can't it's, it looks so good i can't praise the show enough for for the contrasting colors and the like just every episode is a feast for the eyes it's yeah. it's pretty great i wasn't expecting it um from this show to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm really enjoying it. Um, <laughs> Kiri kind of like the, uh, what? I was, I, you, when about? you, when you said Kiri, I, I just thought, uh, you mean Fox Saber? Fox <laughs> she's, Saber, yep. She's got Saber's hair. Yep, Fox Saber. <laughs> yeah. And I like, she's easily my favorite. Because not only is she blonde and beautiful and wonderful, <laughs> um, but she's also got just a wicked sense of humor. Yeah, she's pretty good. Um, <laughs> she's so mean. <laughs> super sarcastic. It's fantastic. She's great. Um, uh. But yeah, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm very glad that uh, this was available for me to pick as one of my shows because I'm just I'm loving, uh, loving everything about it. And I really Did you? look forward to seeing more. Absolutely. Did you draft this kind of high? Uh, uh, no, this was the one that replaced the one that I did oh, right, draft right. kind of high. Right, right, this right. replaced my number two pick. So technically, yes. <laughs> so technically, yeah. yes. Yeah, but like you said, it was available. We didn't actually draft it, so it sounds mm-hmm. like uh, well, it's good. <laughs> because I think we, well, at least, I don't know, you may not have really looked into it, but I know Carlos and I were a little tentative, just purely based on uh, his previous experience. Fox Spirit with, Matchmaker. Uh, Fox Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just the whole fox thing, yeah. Yeah. So not again. But, I can't uh, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It's so so much better. Yeah. So. Yeah. Way better. Um, <laughs> the next show is mine. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm very interested. I can't show wait to hear about this one. The yeah. season. No, I'm just. Uh, it, it is really good though. Um, this is look at the Idol Master side M. Uh, it follows uh male idols, guy idols. Um. If you've ever watched uh, the original Idolmaster series, um, it actually starts off. There's an episode zero that um, that starts off around the same time as the original Idolmaster series, and it starts out with one of the 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 rival group from season two of, of the Idolmaster is called Jupiter, and they're a male, male idol group, and um, they right. they have like a clash with the the female idols. Um, well, because their producer was a complete yeah, dirtbag. Well, remember, remember, <laughs> they fi- figure out that he's a dirtbag and they quit. 
Right. Well, in episode zero, a new producer finds them, and he's this really gung ho guy. I love this guy. I, I, you, it's it's the same thing where like you can't see it, ever see his face, um, but he's like okay. this big muscly dude who is apparently really into guy idols. Um, but he's he's <laughs> he, he's not so much that he's into them. He's just like really gung ho and really wants to you know make a good show and stuff like that. And um, right. So we see him in episode zero recruiting Jupiter, and they're going to be like the mainstay of of uh, of the studio. You have to forgive me; I, I don't remember off the top of my head because every studio in the Idolmaster is named like Seven Six Five Pro, or I don't remember what it was in Cinderella Girls, but it's always a number. This one is mm-hmm. three something something question mark. I don't remember. Not important. <laughs> um, but so. After that, in episode one, we find out that they've been recruiting a bunch of other male idols. (laughs) And in episode one, we get my favorite idol recruitment of all time. Nothing will ever top the recruitment of of Teru. Teru is chilling out in a bar. He's a 25-year-old guy. He's a lawyer. And he, he, uh, he stops like this bar dispute like this really rambunctious guy was yelling at the bartender and he calms him down and all this stuff and so the producer um who we find out the the guy who we couldn't see his face that wasn't the producer that's the president of the company the producer who we can't see his face um he is like hey i'd like for you to be an idol <laughs> keep in mind he's a lawyer <laughs> and teru gets so drunk that he agrees, not only agrees, <laughs> but being a lawyer, writes up his own contract and si- contract and signs it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then wakes up after apparently blacking out and doesn't remember that he's an idol. <laughs> oh, my God. Best idol recruitment ever. Um, and he gets put into a group with a former surgeon and a former pilot. <laughs> what is the show? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Would you say, though, that this show, because it sounds, I was expecting, because we've had kind of like cheesy spinoff, like boy versions of girl group, you know, like I'm thinking the Magical Boys show that oh. we had, you know, like a year ago. But uh, um, So I expected this to be kind of a joke, but it sounds like they're actually producing it yeah, the same actually, way, you know, and seriously and, doing and it. And there are, there, are, there are concerts, and I won't lie, I love the OP. I love the, like, I... I actually looked at it. And I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't mind like, well, a losing a lot, losing some weight, and but cosplaying as one of these dudes that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just a fun show. Like, and all the I characters have their little quirks. It's just like an idol show. Um, all the characters have their little I love quirks. It. That's um, awesome. Uh, the latest or the last episode I watched, I'm an episode behind. Um, there's a group of all teachers, and they all wanted they all <laughs> wanted to to teach. To because they like they weren't getting through their students, or like as idols, we can show them that we're going for our dream, uh, even at our age. And one of them's 30 years old, and he's over the hill. Uh, but it like I love that episode too because I mean, it's just a little uh, the performances are, are pretty good, and like the little jokes that they have are pretty good too. Like the all the teachers are, are doing their their song, uh, uh, the teacher subgroup is called Sem, and uh, the 30 year old, okay. like like start singing and does a pose and you see like like some of the the girls in the audience kind of like get all flushed and stuff and and then like <laughs> one of the mid- the middle teacher like starts singing and does a pose and you see a middle-aged teacher like a, mi- a middle-aged male teacher in the audience <laughs> kind of get all flushed <laughs> just like the little things they do it's it's a really really fun show and if you if you like That's idols cool. and like it's and they don't 
the one thing I, I like is they don't play up like a big yaoi thing. Um, like there's there's Great. no there's not really any tension. They don't really feel any need to do that because I'm sure there's going to be art if you're into that kind of thing. There's going to be doujin. So ladies, you know, right, keep, right. keep your eye on that, or or dudes if you're into that. Um, but they don't. It, it's not something that they rely on to sell. It's just really fun stories with dude idols and some actually decent music. Um, I'm actually interested because just the fact that they're taking it seriously and they're the same group, I'm assuming that made the other idol master shows. Like I'm, I'm interested. Uh, The one thing I will say is that uh, they've, they've kind of broken from the idol master kind of tradition uh, in that there is some CG in the, in the uh, performances. So if you weren't a fan of that, there it is. Um, and another thing, like some of the characters, they are, I mean, it, it's an idol show. So just like the female idols, the male idols have quirks that are played up quite a bit. Like, like Teru, even though he was a lawyer, he's like, <laughs> he's really into the, the hero of justice thing. And like, you know, like almost like a kid is, um, as a matter of fact, it, during the, like a Chuni thing, al- al- almost like more like a Genki thing. But I, again, I really oh, like okay. Teru. I'm normally not into the. To Genki characters, but he, this guy is hilarious. Uh, they get like Fitbits in like the last episode because they they had to they had to make sure all the the, the teacher characters were running since they're old, um, and like they all get Fitbits and like he's like doing like a tr- like transformation poses with his Fitbit, and like the the <laughs> surgeon guy Karu is like you you look like an idiot, and then all the younger idols are like doing Metal Gear Solid like <laughs> like come in come in <laughs> like like. Stupid little shit like that just makes me laugh, and I've I've laughed more at this show than I have at at Showbitch, which is an actual comedy. So take that for what it is. I'm enjoying the show. That's awesome. Way way more. No, that's awesome. I love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Fun show. So Idol Master Side M Dude Idols. Go watch it. Dude Idols. Dude Idols. <laughs> okay. The next one on the list here is Black Clover, which was, I think, my last pick. Um, And I've only watched three episodes because I am watching the show dubbed. um, Because the sub for this anime is, frankly, unwatchable, in my opinion. Purely because of the main character's voice and how they have him act. Um, if you are curious as to why I say that, just go watch the first three minutes of the first episode on Crunchyroll and then go watch the first three minutes of the show on Funimation and you'll see how much more tolerable everything about the show is, um, purely (laughs) based on that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yep. So through three episodes, I would say it's fairly typical shonen uh, material you have the you know the underdog main character who is weak and you know is waiting for his chance to show the world that you know he can be the best there is um and you know gets his opportunity um the one thing that i think the show does differently is that uh the world in black clover magic is everything and the main character, um, Asta, has zero magic uh, ability. Um, so he's like special in that way. 
um, as every other person in the world has at least a small amount of magical potential, and he has zero. Um, but over the course of the first episode, we kind of get to see that, you know, um, Asta and his rival friend, Yuno, um, who were, they were both abandoned as children and, uh, were, uh, lived in the same orphanage, uh, grew up together. Um, and at the age of 15 in this world, I want to say it's 15, um, they go to this local like magic tower and receive a grimoire, which enhances their magical abilities. Um, and Asta thinks that, you know, once he gets a grimoire, he'll actually have some potential as a mage. And then he can become what's called the wizard King, which is like the most powerful, uh, wizard, uh, in the land so that he can protect, you know, this orphanage that, uh, the orphanage that raised him in this, this, uh, area of the world that, you know, helped him grow up. Um, but he does not receive a grimoire as he has zero magical ability. Um, and that's kind of like devastating for him. Um, and so at the end of the first episode, uh, you know, who is like regarded as one of the most, you know, potentially great magicians. Um, he receives a grimoire with a four leaf clover on it, signifying that, you know, he's potentially bound for greatness because there's like the story kind of about this world is that a long time ago, there was a mage that protected the land from this giant three eyed horned demon. <laughs> um, and his grimoire had a four leaf clover on it and no one's really seen a four leaf clover grimoire since. Um, but you know, receives one and how they receive their grimoires is like, <laughs> it's like they walk into this tower with just like hundreds of thousands of books spiraling up and the books just kind of fly off the shelf and go to whoever they're supposed to go to. So it's like a Harry Potter like thing almost. It sounds <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's no exact science seemingly. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but at the end of the first episode, Yuno gets attacked by a, uh, a, a man who was formerly part of the, uh, magical knights or whatever, like this highly revered magical group, uh, in the capital that works under the, uh, magician king or whatever, wizard king. Um, but he was cast out. And now he's just kind of a cell sword and stuff like that. So he notices that, you know, gets this four leaf clover grimoire and decides to steal it. Um, and Asta kind of like steps in the way and tries to prevent that from happening and gets his ass kicked by this guy. <laughs> and, you know, just as he's about to get killed by this, by this, uh, by this dude, he, you know, this out of nowhere, this grimoire appears and it's a five leaf clover. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> and he is able to summon a sword from this grimoire that is anti-magic and negates magic. Is able to kick this guy's ass. Um, did it feel epic? It felt it... pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it felt pretty good. It was a pretty good moment. It, yeah, because it sounds kind of like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like, I can imagine in the moment that might have felt yeah, pretty cool. That's why I, mean, I asked. And, I don't know. The way they draw the eyes in the show kind of lends itself well to like, he looks pretty crazy and 
And like, okay. so the thing I don't want to keep blabbing on about, you know, the lore in the show, you should go watch it if any of this is interested to you. But so like the, they explain what each leaf on a clover stands for. The first three are just like, you know, virtue, something and something. The fourth of a, uh, of a clover signifies luck and fortune in life. And the fifth on a clover signifies uh, the devil. So they don't explain much past that, but apparently his grimoire may have something to do with demonic power. Hmm. And so, yeah. So I, I think there's a strong foundation for an interesting story going forward. Um, Asta is a very <sighs> extremely ganky character. <laughs> um, one of the, the early jokes is at this uh, orphanage that they live at, there's a a young uh, nun that works there called Sister Lily. And uh, he proposes to her maybe four to five times an episode. Um, and <laughs> she always turns him down, sometimes with violence. It's you know funny the first few times. Um, <laughs> but I don't remember where I was going with that thought. But anyways... Uh, so- it's an okay show. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you because I I haven't picked the show up at all, but that's because I've seen the main character's voice in Japanese. So you would say, is it is it worth a watch? Um, like story wise, is it worth a watch? Um, uh, in dub form. Uh, yeah. I would, if you like shonen and that kind of formula of, you know, they start from nothing and they're going to just get stronger and stronger as they mm-hmm. go. Um, if you like that, eventually they're going to be, eventually they're going to be destroying worlds with their grimoire and that kind of shit. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I I might Um, give it a shot if, if you say the dub's good. The the dub, the dub is pretty good. Um, it's tolerable at the, (laughs) more so, (laughs) more so for sure. Um, and if you do decide to, you know, start watching the dub, I think you should at least go watch the first three minutes just so you can see, um, what everyone's talking about because, the Japanese voice for Asta is really something else. <laughs> he rolls his A's more than any other Roll an rolling a. of a of yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could do that. That sounded yeah. like Chewie almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anywho. So that's en- that's enough of that. It's <laughs> I would say it's average. Um if you like Shonen, give it a look. And I would recommend the dub. Okie dokie. Uh, cool. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. This is uh one of my shows. Um I think this was my third picked show. I don't remember exactly. Uh but Blend S is a kind of slice of life comedy. Follows uh, Micah who is at the beginning looking for a job because she is, how do you say this? An international file? I don't know. Uh, she, yeah, she, she loves everything yeah. outside of Any, the Anything and everything that is foreign, she is into it. She wants to travel the world. And so she's looking for a job. Um, God knows why she's looking for like just a regular job. She's going to like, it's going to cost her some money. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> she, in the course of looking for jobs, it turns out, a lot of people won't hire her, but it's because when she smiles, she's got this really sadistic grin and she's not <laughs> malevolent at all. It's just, it comes out. And, um, so a lot of people like are put off by that. Um, however, at, uh, at this, uh, one cafe, uh, called Stile, 
Um, the owner, uh, who is an Italian man, uh, finds like <laughs> her grin like really enchanting uh, because his cafe is a, I guess. Like a character yeah, cafe? Yeah, I was going to say trope cafe. Thank you. That's actually probably better. Um, yeah, it's like <laughs> a character at cafe. So all the girls play a character. Like uh, one girl plays uh, a Sundere, uh, another girl plays an Emoto, and he wants uh, Micah to play a sadist. And, <laughs> and even though she doesn't want to, like she's not really excited about she's this a natural she's an yeah exactly she's a complete natural because the looks on her face like make her look sadistic uh so yeah she's pretty good at it yeah so <laughs> a lot of the show from there progresses into stories like little tiny stories of her trying to improve her work and she does improve but not in the way she wants to like she decides to smile more and people find her smile to be I guess, well, sadistic. Um, she thinks she's being like charming and cute and sweet. And it turns out like her look is more like, like she's making fun of the customers. I think my favorite one so far has been uh, the water glass thing where she kept refilling. The oh, they labeled that as uh, <laughs> like, water, water torture. torture. Yeah. 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 And apparently these customers come in and they, they want to be, well, some of them want to be tortured. Others want them to be, I don't know. They all end up taking it so well too. Yeah, though. yeah. Like that's the like they they love it. You know, I, I guess not yet. Anyway, we haven't seen one that's really taken offense to it. No. So. Well, I mean, if you're going um, into a cafe like that, it's like going into. A, I guess so. Yeah. What's that restaurant that treats you like shit? Um, Dick's Last Resort or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Um, I've seen videos of the Sundere cafes in Akihabara, and I'm like. Uh, <laughs> that's basically it's like they, they just treat you like shit when you walk in <laughs> yandere cafes good luck living <laughs> good luck getting out of there alive <laughs> anyway um actually i didn't know this we there is one character we still haven't seen and i'm kind of disappointed that like she's come, gonna come in at like the end of the season i didn't know this she's played by nico that's oh, really? oh, no yeah. way. so so cool. Tukoy. is playing the character we haven't seen yet um but yeah so um a, a lot of really really funny uh little segments that i i was wasn't expecting to enjoy like i was expecting to enjoy the show well enough but not quite as much as i do i look forward to every new episode um the only thing that i don't like as much is the 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 manager dino the italian guy he's a (laughs) little too over the top for me like he freaks out about everything micah does um yeah, he's he's a little bit of, he he he's pretty obnoxious. Yeah. But <laughs> but um and in the the classic anime trope every foreigner that comes is blonde and every time they imagine Italy it's a bunch of blondes and I could attest to having not seen a single blonde in my entire time in Italy. Granted it was only a few <laughs> days, but I saw a bunch of Italians. Um <laughs> yeah, usually dark skin, dark hair. Um but and usually not I don't know. Maybe it's just the Italian Americans I've met, but they're usually not as thin and as uh, tall <laughs> as he is either. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> nothing. I'm just, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Enjoying but. life. Uh, food is delicious. All right. Yeah, I mean, food is delicious. You know what? They're 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 that I I worked with a lot of Italians, and that is the thing that their women do. They they feed their men well because that's how they keep them around. The other side, the other side of my family, my mom's side is part of Italians. 
I, I could attest <laughs> to that as well. Um, yeah, so so it's just a really, really fun show. Um, you won't be disappointed watching it. If you like Comedy Slice of Life, it's probably the best one out there this season. Maybe the best yeah. the, maybe the best one this year. Comedy Slice of Life. Eh, I'd have to think about it. I have to think about what else yeah, we had. But. I'd have to look back. It's really cute, too. Yeah. I wish we got more of her, honestly. Um, Micah, I, I think she... That it they really went heavy on the Yandere at first, and I don't I haven't watched the last couple episodes that have come out, but like they've dialed back a lot on it. And that and actually the other characters and they're kind of like the little sister character. And um, it's fun to see them. I work. could do the Sundere character. Mafuyu. Oh, you don't like Mafuyu? They don't show him enough. Favorite. I don't think. I don't oh, know. I love I mean, Mafuyu. She's, she's funny, so but... funny. She's such she's a funny. jerk. Oh, Mew is probably the funniest of the characters. The uh, that's the, the Sundere. Aroge oh, writer. yeah, the Aroge writer. Uh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Mew, Mew Amano. But no, Kaho is my favorite. Probably no surprise. Uh, Ma- Ma- uh is my favorite, but I love Mafuyu because she's like in the latest episode. They they go to the beach and and uh, you know, she's over twenty one. Or she's over 20 uh-huh. and she's drinking a beer and everyone's like, please stop. You're giving off a really bad impression right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good show. Good uh, show. All right. Uh, next up is Jeff's yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Himoto Umaru-chan. Um, R. Yeah. <laughs> Second season of um, Umaru. And uh, I absolutely loved the first season. I know it was... Uh, popular it was kind of a love-hate show the first season so i was really excited to see this show come out uh this season and so far it's been funny but i'd say i'm maybe slightly disappointed uh i feel like maybe it's not as funny because umaru is now friends with all of the character it, specifically like tachibana um sylph and ford i kind of liked the little rivalry that they had whereas now they're more friendly um so i feel like there's a little bit of lost comedy there but the characters are all Still around. They're still fun. There's still not enough uh, Ebina. Mm. Agreed. That's that's too bad. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Tachiban has gotten c- kind of a lot, I'd like say. Two, two episodes? Time. Yeah. At least. Yeah. This season. So I guess, you know, I think a lot of people really liked her. And uh, I guess they're answering the probably the calls for more. But um, I don't know. So far, it's definitely Maro. It's definitely still good. But I'm not. I'm I'm a little disappointed because I don't think it's as good as the first season. I think it's I think it's a, just a different kind of of show right now. Like um, instead of the rivalry comedy, we're getting more like kind of touching stories. Like um, in the yeah. last episode with uh, Umaru uh, going and switching outfits just for Tachibana because Tachibana uh, invited UMR to yeah UMR yeah right. she invited UMR <laughs> as a guest of honor and she's like oh crap I can't be in two places at once so. He showed up for her. it was it was like a really sweet and touching yeah. type thing and you know you, it it is yeah and and we are getting more touching stories like that I, I think and, it's um, Umaru kind of realizing too that she's she's kind of selfish or very incredibly yes. holy shit selfish so I'll let, but that was part of I think what was endearing about her in the first season um, <laughs> she she I didn't I didn't necessarily like her character or like the way she acted but it was funny. And she made a, it created a lot of really funny moments. Whereas this season, I feel like it's losing some of the the comedy. Maybe for you know, we're getting a lot of touching moments. We're getting more of some of the characters, um, specifically Tachibana, which you know I love. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not as funny, but definitely still a good show. I, I I'm 
I'm having trouble. I'm saying, you know, I'm disappointed, but it's still good. So um, maybe instead of, uh, you know, I'm not, not to say the first tomorrow season was a 10, but let's assume it was a 10. This is dropped down to an eight, maybe. Hmm. Well. You know, as far as my enthusiasm meter goes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, still funny, still good. And we're still, you know, the characters are still, still great. So. If you like the first season of Amaro, I think you, I think you'll love the second season as well. So far, yeah, I agree with that. If 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 you liked it, not a whole lot has changed. I guess I should say too, the people who hated the first season because Amaro was just so obnoxious, or they hated Chibi Amaro or something, you may actually like the second season. There's there's a lot of Chibi Amaro in the second season. There's a, so much Chibi Amaro in the second season, but she's not. She, I don't know. She's, she's just less. Of, she's just less. Yeah, she's just less of a jerk. But she's still chibi, and yeah. a lot of people didn't like her. Like the, there were some that didn't like her because she was obnoxious. But I think the vast majority just didn't like Chibi Maru. Hated Chibi. Yeah. yeah, just hated the Chibi form. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Which, you're not going to escape Chibi yeah. form. Though the ending is great. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love the ending. The, the pura pura. Yeah, that's oh yeah. God, it's so good. Pura 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 pura. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, I, I would assume this is like going to be one of the new dances at the cons this year or something. <laughs> I'd laugh so hard <laughs> if I saw that next <laughs> I would, year. I would totally do oh, it. Oh God. And we get we get chibi versions of the other characters in the ending too, which is really cool. Oh really? yeah, oh, in the in the okay. ED, definitely not in the show. Hmm. <sighs> okay, so yeah, tomorrow I'm I'm enjoying it, but maybe slightly disappointed. Well, hmm. happens sometimes. All right, next show. I just keep forgetting about it due to it being on Amazon. <laughs> that was my problem for a little bit too. <sighs> yeah. Um, the next show is also on Amazon. It's Anime Strike, rather. Um, and that was a show that I drafted called Just Because. Um, and it is a high school slice of life anime about, um, a boy named Eita who moves back to the town that he grew up in after being away for, I think, four years uh, due to his dad being transferred for work. So he lived in this town up through, like, second year of middle school, um, then moved away, and now is back for the final trimester of his third year, uh, second semester of the third year of high school. I forgot how school worked for a minute there. Um, <laughs> so many numbers. Uh, so it's just uh, he arrives back in town, and as he's kind of uh, touring the high school, he runs into his uh, former, well, I mean, his old friend and former baseball companion, uh, Haruto. Um, and they, you know, it takes him a second to actually realize. You know, like that they know this each other, um, but once they do, they kind of, you know, reconnect. Um, and as uh, how do I say this? Like they, Harto is trying to hit a home run, um, and Ata just kind of throws the ball for him. And on the final, you know, throw or whatever, Harto hits a home run. And almost immediately leaves to go ask a girl out. Um, 
<laughs> and stuff kind of happens, and Ata runs into uh, this girl named um, uh, Mio, Mio Natsume, um, who he had a crush on in middle school, um, but she had a crush on Haruto. Uh, but Haruto now likes this other girl named um, uh, Hazuki Morikawa. So it's kind of like it's that kind of show. Uh, if if you if you weren't picking up on it, it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a very kind of a love dodecahedron kind of show <laughs> so far. Dodecahedron, um, very nice. Where you know everyone seems to like someone else, uh, but. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It looks fine. It's, you know, not going to blow you away, uh, but the, mm-hmm. the characters are are cute. Um, are you I into like any the... of the ships? Or are any of the ships really hitting you? Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. I'm into the ships. Yeah. I'm, I'm still... There are six episodes out. I'm only through three of them. Uh, okay. Just because I didn't have time to completely catch up on it. Um, but if people want to know my ships, I ship Ata, the main character with Mio, his crush in middle school. Um, and I am totally on board the Haruto Hazuki train. Um, there is this, uh, uh, friend of Hazuki's, uh, Yoriko Inoue, um, who is kind of like that tomboyish kind of character. Uh, she's got kind of reddish brown hair wears up in a ponytail wears jeans and you know uh like track pants underneath her skirt and stuff like that um i actually think she's pretty cute and might actually be a good match for haruto as well um but people don't come here to hear my ships they come here to hear what i think about the show and i think the show is pretty good um for a you know slice of life high school romance yeah um that does you know kind of play on the uh, like the the love triangle kind of thing. Um, I I what I enjoy, what I appreciate about this one that others don't necessarily do is that it being based in the second semester of their third year of high school. It's not so much about their life in school and school activities in high school. Um, a lot of the kind of questions that seem to get asked are, what are you going to do with your life what do you want to do after high school Mm. and how is that going to affect you know the relationships that you may form now um so while you know through the three episodes i've watched nothing has really happened yet i could see stuff actually happening you know in this in this show which you know doesn't happen super often in romance Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i'm enjoying it it's nothing fantastic but I mean, I really have no complaints. Sweet. Yeah. All right. So it's... um Recommendation. So the romances do... I mean, it, yeah, is, is this like, as far as romance goes, would you say that this is something romance fans would like? Yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm trying to think of what other romance shows there are this season. MMO Junkie, maybe. But I have I still haven't watched that one. Um, but... Yeah, I, w- I would definitely recommend it if you like romance cool. or if you like slice of life in general with a little bit of drama. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Moving on to, uh, well, I guess kind of slice of life. Um, 
<laughs> Girls' Last Tour uh, was one of my picks for this season. Um, you're not going to have to strain your brain to remember uh, characters in this show. There's really only two. Uh, Yuri and Chito <laughs> are traveling around on a, it looks like a German half-track, like bike. Um, it's got a wheel in the front and tracks in the back. And they are trying to get to the highest level of the city that they're in. Um, through them, we kind of glean that this is a world that's been ravaged by by war, uh, most likely some kind of nuclear war, because there's nothing around them. Um, they are surviving day to day off rations, uh, get collecting water, uh, and finding like little points where there's still fuel that they can fill their their bike up with. And all the while, they kind of go through these almost little philosophical questions wondering about the world. And and through them, you kind of see what it would be like if you didn't know what things were, like a camera and how things are stored on it. Or um, there's a, this really kind of touching episode where they, they sit in a in a abandoned apartment that has two chairs that are like survived and they're sitting by these chairs by this window that looks out over the city and they're imagining what they would do if they had or what they would like to have in this house like they imagine bunk beds and all this stuff and you kind of feel for them because they're like they know that this is a life that people once had but you know now they kind of have to just kind of like tough it out um yeah, I won't get too too deep into the, like the like because some of the philosophical questions they bring up are really really good and just kind of like hit me and I'm like, huh, yeah, that is kind of crazy. Um, Where do you see the show going? I don't know. I it, it wouldn't bother me in the slightest if nothing happened. If hmm. if they'd never made it to the top, but they probably will make it to the top, and I'm hoping that at the top they see somewhere else they can go. Uh, in the one of the more recent episodes, there's. I don't want to spoil too much, but there's an airplane um, that a, a lady is building, and she says she's building the airplane because she can see into the distance there is an, like another like city, and she's curious to see if if there are people over there. I won't spoil too much more about that episode, but um, cool. Yeah, there's there's a lot of just atmospheric stuff too. Um, I mean. Uh, one of the more recent episodes, I don't feel like it's spoiling too much to say they 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 take shelter from the rain and and that's <laughs> another thing. Like you wouldn't think that you would have to teach people about music, but they're they're kind of sitting in this rain soaked place and they start putting cans under these drops of rains. And you know, like when you start doing that, you start kind of hearing a beat and all of it, and it surprises <laughs> them. Because they don't really have a concept of music. I mean, they kind of do, but at the same time, you know, it's surprising to them that that these things can be employed to kind of make a beat and make music. So, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy the show and, and I look forward to it every week. Uh, it's got a fantastic OP, despite the, the dab that uh, that they do in the <laughs> OP. And it's got an, a wonderful ED. Um from what I've seen too, uh, I'm not sure if, if if any of you are watching this and you haven't caught this. When you look through the camera, it it says the date. They're in the the year three thousand two hundred and thirty. I think I, I could be wrong about that, but I do remember it was the year three thousand something. So I wow. I love it when when shows give you information 
through stuff you have to be paying attention to. Love it. Yeah, I, yeah. I cannot wait for more uh, of this show. And I'm hoping that it's something I like. I don't want to say I hope there's some kind of reveal at the end, but I don't I don't mm-hmm. want it to them to just give it to you. To us. So it'd be nice if it was something. So, I saw that Eric kind of said that it kind of has a Kino's journey feel mm-hmm. to it. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Um, like the original Kinos, yeah. absolutely. Um, and and okay. even the the more recent episodes of Kinos Journey, uh, it has a, the the same feel. Um, just week to week, the girls learning something new or finding mm-hmm. something new. Um, I really would love to know what happened to this world, and I'm kind of thinking that maybe we might get that because it seems like the girls don't even really know. It seems like they were born into this world. So yeah. Interesting stuff. Well, speaking of Kinos. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Kinos. Uh, Thought you did we that on purpose. <laughs> uh, well, I did see it was next, but <laughs> I, did, well, I did really want to know because I saw Eric say that, so I was curious. Um, Kinos Journey, The Beautiful World, uh, which was one of my picks. Um, and I picked this having not watched the prior... Um, I don't want to say season because they aren't. This isn't a sequel. Um, the prior series of Kino's Journey, um, and I have really enjoyed uh, what I have seen so far through these first six or whatever episodes. Um, it's a very, very different show than anything I've ever watched before. Um, with Kino going to all these different. Um, countries they're called countries right yeah they're called countries mm. is this a sequel yeah, to the original or no 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 it's it's like a remake in a way in some ways huh. yeah but i mean the, the yeah in some ways the novel itself is written like a bunch of short stories just compiled into one so yeah. from what i'm told so it's yeah because because uh i guess you know early on the big thing was that they redid one of the arcs from the the original Kinos into, you know, they incorporated it into the season, but as one episode instead of two, which I know caused a lot of uh, strife among uh, fans of the original series. I mean, I, um, I can't, I can't claim to be a fan of of the original series for that long because I only started watching it because, uh, well. A because of Cuba and, and B because uh, the you know the author uh, Keiichi Sigawa was was coming to Crunchyroll Expo, um, but mm-hmm. I will say it really didn't do it justice. I didn't mind like a lot of people don't like the Coliseum arc from the original. I liked it, yeah, but I felt episode mm-hmm. like the because in the second episode of this season they do the Coliseum arc again, but they cut out all the most important parts. See, so when I was at Kamurakan with him, we watched. Uh, some of Kino's, and we watched the Coliseum arc, and I much prefer the single episode to the two oh, of the original. Wow. I, I I cannot agree with you. I hated that episode. Yeah. Mm. See, I the all the backstory with the king and all that stuff I think is unnecessary to that arc, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, 
Like we don't, we didn't need a fifteen-minute-long puppet show. Say it wasn't fifteen he, minutes. It, was it wasn't fifteen long. minutes. Fifteen it minutes is half long. an episode. It was not half it the episode. Was long. <laughs> yeah, no. The, the the I think it was it wasn't great. And to be honest, I mean, until the last two episodes, I was I was I mean, it wasn't bad. The third episode was okay. Episode four was baffling. I uh, the ship was that episode. The ship episode. So yeah, uh, it was yeah, it was weird. Um, but I think they're trying to make Shizu a more prominent character in this uh, series of Kinos. They cut they cut out so um, much information from that episode just to be like Hermes is like oh exposition exposition exposition, and I'm like, okay, this is not Kino's journey. This is this is something else. And then Shizu's the very journey. the very end of it was just what why it was yeah it was very odd um, but episode five country of liars really brought it back for me yeah that was very very interesting excellent episode i i wasn't i wasn't sure how that episode was going to end because there's always like a small amount of tension mm-hmm. for me watching an episode of kino's journey because i just never know is the are are things going to end in violence here um and I don't know, you know, I've only watched a handful of uh, the original series, but violence is not, you know, a stranger to the stories or this world. Um, but the way that that, the, uh, the uh, Country of Lies ended surprised me in a good way um, because it kind of, yeah. It brings, it, it brought it up really, an inter- like some interesting uh, questions as well. Like at what, yeah. at what point? uh do all these lies like just kind of fold in on themselves um yeah and it's like what is the point if if everyone knows everyone's <laughs> lying to themselves exactly yeah. uh the, the sixth um, episode i really enjoyed but i imagine you didn't enjoy as much uh what was the oh wait i just watched it let me think what was it um, uh in the clouds oh i really i really enjoyed that episode. okay okay i'm glad yeah, yeah. i love that episode and I, I loved it so much i really hope we get more of photo later on yeah yeah for sure i i was kind of sad that they they gave that like ending pretext because i was like oh crap does this mean we're not going to get any more of her but hopefully we do yeah um because what do you call it i i love the question that like the question there was definitely at what point do people stop deserving to live i was like holy fuck that is some deep shit (laughs) 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 a slave i think would be where i would draw the line but um, but like she kept she kept pushing she kept the line pushing back the line. and I was just so, so impressed with that episode. Yeah. I loved it so much. God, dude, when the kids uh, started talking, I just wanted to punch him in the fucking face. I, I yeah. wanted to kill him. God, what a. I don't think I've ever wanted to like like assault a child yeah, more. more. <laughs> God. What a uh, I feel so bad saying that. People. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was uh, the thing I like about. Uh, the series and you know what i've watched in the previous one is that it really does you know present these philosophical you know debates and questions and it makes you think you know how would you maybe react in these situations and i have to say all these countries are just super messed up in one way or another like i well you- you think about some of them. I mean, like the, in the the country of liars, the very first one, uh-huh. the the 
the the very first part of yeah. it. You remember she's she's going around touring um the the home of the great leader who founded their country. And they're realizing, well, that's not something that's so great. We've seen that in another country yeah. and it's just like a, a piece of garbage. And like the whole thing is the country was built on lies. Yeah. And that's like, that's such a good tie into like North Korea, whole country built on lies. Yeah. And so that's, I think that's what I love about Kinos, man, is that the, the country sometimes can be tied into like, not, like you said, philosophical like debates or questions, but also into the world around us. Yeah. Like the one that kind of got me the most was the, the country, um, I forget the name of the episode. I think it was episode three. The country, in the, the bothersome country, the bothersome country. Yeah, and like, like I get what they're saying by you know everyone leaves a trace of where they've been whenever they are on the move. But it's like, at what point are you causing more harm than Think, yeah. good? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> that it was interesting too because the the one country. That they, I don't want to give too much away. The one country that they kind of, way. yeah, yeah, they weren't great either. No, but I mean, at the same yeah, time, you learn that they're, you know, like I said, every like one of these countries has huge yeah. flaws in their, uh, in their system. So it's, uh, it's, I, it's a good show. I definitely recommend absolutely. it. And it's like, you know, you can watch one episode and it really has no impact on another, though there do seem to be some, uh, through lines. Uh, in this series, especially with the introduction of Shizu, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, I I would echo just about everyone who's seen it when I say that you should also watch the if you're going to watch this show, definitely watch the first season. You don't have to, mm-hmm. but it's a good show. Yeah, I think actually me and you, uh, Logan, have the same favorite episode from the first season. Yeah, the uh, the, uh, the, the flying one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the oh magician. The, sorry. Yeah, like oh, it's a, the land of wizards. Land of wizards. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is that was a great yeah. episode. I love that episode. I, I appreciate the episodes where <laughs> violence and depressing themes aren't necessarily the big <laughs> thing. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. I liked episode two, but uh, I, I think of uh, this season, the, the Coliseum one. Oh no, no, I'm talking about episode two of the original. What was episode two? Episode two is the the uh, the 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 snow. She she rescues oh, the yeah, guys yeah, in the truck. Yeah. Yeah. favorite one. I liked it, yeah, but I didn't I like it as much yeah. as the the Land of Wizards. For sure, for sure. I think the Land of Wizards was the best. Anyways, let's let's yeah. move on. Enough enough gushing I, uh, about. We can talk about Kenya's forever, but I think we need to move on. Speaking of the Land of Wizards, yeah, speaking yeah. of the Land of Wizards, <laughs> yay! We're getting so good at this. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say anything. Anyway, uh, the ancient Magus's bride was my number one pick. Um, if you guys don't already know, I'm well, yeah. Me and Logan are huge um, fans of this series. Uh, definitely fans of the manga. So when Wit Studio announced that they were coming out with an anime, we were all on board. <laughs> Uh, thus far, I mean, I, I saw the first three episodes at uh, Crunchyroll Expo with uh, with Cubay. I and- think before you start, I, I want to just state that the issue. I, I don't know if people are having the same issue I had with the show, but I started watching it from the first episode on Crunchyroll and was totally turned off by the show because I had no idea what was going on. And it turns <laughs> out it was he was a, watching um, he was watching the damn uh, the uh, OVA OVA mm. yeah um, because Crunchyroll starts so, you off on the OVA. Yeah, keep that in mind, anyone who's listening, that is like, this show lost me, because it lost me in the first OVA episode, and I haven't gotten back to try to actually watch the first actual episode, but 
Um, for no, someone who doesn't know anything about the series. Didn't we? Hmm? Did yeah, we? I thought we did. I thought we watched the first episode in the hotel room. I could be wrong. Was I falling asleep? Because I know at one point I was falling asleep. <laughs> Maybe we you were. were. <laughs> My jet lag was really kicking in at one point. So that, but we watched a lot of anime, man. I can't remember. Yeah, we did. But yeah, re- refresh my memory, though. Uh, I'll listen. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. So if you're trying to watch the Ancient Magus Bride, um, if you haven't started already, um, look out because there are two OVAs that um, it'll start you out on. And you definitely want to watch the series first because the OVAs go farther. Like you should already have been into the manga if you're watching the OVAs. Anywho, um, Ancient Magus' Bride starts out with uh, Chisei Hatori, who is um, kind of a special person. She can see um, magical creatures and beings and spirits and stuff like that. And it's caused her no end of trouble. Um, And like... Into her teen years, um, she considers committing suicide. Uh, however, uh, a man from like a mage's organization says, hey, before you take your life, why don't you give it to someone else? And he offers her essentially to sell herself into slavery. And she does, mostly because she's looking for a place to call home. Uh, during her auction, uh, a being that is not really human not and not really spirit uh, named Elias Ainsworth comes in and he is a very ancient mage. Uh, he comes in and he purchases her for the hefty sum of five million pounds. Um, I'm not sure how much that's worth now. Worth now. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, he takes her and tells her that she's going to be his apprentice. And it turns out that what she is is a being called the Slaybeggy. Um, which is a rare human uh, that like all your magic circuits are completely open. Uh, and she's rare in that rarer still, rarer still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, as a slave beggy in that she has the gift of sight that she can see these things. And so Elias takes her with, uh, with him on his various um, jobs uh, because the church got annoyed that he, um, stepped out of his bounds um, for the first time in centuries or whatever. And um, so now she's kind of learning about the world of magic through his work. Uh, for example, they go to um, the Island of Dragons, which is in Iceland, um, which mm-hmm. should be good news for the people of Iceland because <laughs> <laughs> there are people who live there. Booming dragon um, economy. Yeah, booming dragon economy. Um, and she gets to experience... Uh, I'm not going to tell you what she gets to experience. It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Um, but she gets to experience something there, which is is pretty great. Um, she meets an artificer in, in London named uh, Angelica Varley, who is a recurring character who's pretty great. Um, and most recently... I'm not. Have you seen the most recent episode, uh, Logan? I have not, no. <sighs> Uh, well, you you've read the manga, so you know. Yeah. She gets she got to meet the the queen of fairies, Titania. Excellently animated. <laughs> I, for this whole series, again, we're 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 big fans of the manga. I wasn't I was worried about this because I love this manga. Like, um, they got like the you know people in the community got me into the manga, and I have been head over heels for it since. But 
Wit Studio has been doing it proud since episode one. I mean, it looks incredible. Um, every climactic moment from the arcs, the, like the two little arcs they've had, have has been accompanied by gorgeous visuals and just incredible music. So I 100% satisfied. Uh, what about you, Logan, yeah. from, from what you've seen? <laughs> it's really good. It's just like the story of, you know, Chise and uh, Elias and their relationship and as they grow together and, you know, like her coming from a place where, you know, she was ready to just take her life to actually being able to come into a home where she's appreciated. Just like, oh, yeah, God, man, like the family that kind of forms around them. Um, and and the way she's kind of like warming up to Elias, like yeah. you see it in the animation too. It's it's phenomenal. Oh, it's just it's um, such a good such a good anime. Yeah, I'm I'm really really uh, when you get to the, the latest yeah, episode, I'll watch it later today. You you'll see why I'm excited for for the next arc because the next arc that starts up brings in some of my favorite aspects of the show uh, or of the the manga. But uh, yeah, if if you're not watching ancient magus bride and you're into oh i don't want to say harry potter but <laughs> harry potter um no i like if you're into like um i i don't know, even know like I, I guess it's kind of a slice of life but even at the same time there's there's so much that happens there's it's, like dramatical uh, there are dramatic elements i would just call it fantasy. fantasy yeah 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 there's so much fantasy to it and I think the thing that I love the most about it is the fact that it's it's Japan going outside of its bounds in terms of mythology. I love when they do that. Like this is Gaelic. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of the stuff and outside of Japan in general. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, Spice and Wolf goes to like a European type setting. Yeah. Or, but like this, they take actual stuff from Gaelic mythology. Like like they uh, Titania, the the fairy queen, is from Tirnanog. And that, you know, is the land of fairies from, you know, Gaelic mythology. And I thought that was so cool. Like, I honestly, I, I wouldn't have known that. I've never taken like a mythology class. If any of you have ever played Dark Age of Camelot, the MMO from way back, like Tirnanog was, was oh, one, from, one of the races, the Hibernian race was from Tirnanog. Um, but I loved hearing about it because uh, it, it actually kind of makes me want to dive more into Gaelic mythology, uh, watching and, and reading um, Ancient Megaspread. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, it is just a spectacular show. And the OP for it is really, really gorgeous. Definitely worth a watch. <sighs> yeah, and it's it's uh, two core. So yeah. if you're looking for something to watch for a while, I mean, this is going to be around for the next two seasons. It, it'll be around till next year. Yeah. Speaking of another two core, um, my oh, yeah. one pick for this season, March comes in like a lion. It's also a two core. At least I believe so. I could be completely wrong. Uh, twenty two episodes. So yeah. yeah, like just a little short it's of the same of, as a full two yeah, core. Same but, as the yeah. first season. Um, and this one it picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, we get to see uh Ray, um, and well, okay, so hmm, spoilers for season one, I guess. Like the season ends, can't avoid it. <laughs> yeah, the season ends with uh, his mentor losing, right, and mm -hmm. just kind of the the fallout from that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, it it, it pretty much just ends with with his mentor losing, and 
And that was pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of people, well, from my experience, uh, some people weren't too happy with the ending because the ending followed more of his mentor than it did, uh, um, uh, Kiriyama. Yeah. Or Ray. The show definitely got away from, from, uh, from Ray towards the the later half, later third. So I'm kind of curious. I, I don't want to talk about really the live action. So I watched a live action on a recent pl- flight uh-huh. that I took, and um, the it was really good actually, though it felt kind of rushed. And I'm wondering if the ending of the live action would spoil the ending of the anime, the second mm. season, because it sounds like um, it sounds like you're in kind of a different place. <laughs> uh, yeah, it might be. I mean. Um, yeah, I I have but, no idea what the the story of the live action is, but um, definitely watch the anime. Yeah, the anime is yeah. really really good. Um, but regardless, uh, we kind of pick up uh, with Ray. Kind of, uh, we get to see him living a you know somewhat fulfilling school life as he actually finally uh, the shogi club starts up. Yeah, the shogi science club appreciation society starts up um and we get to see him just kind of you know using his knowledge of shogi to help these people who have no idea how to play kind of learn to play and you know he realizes that he actually has a place at school where he can you know smile and have fun which has never happened to him before um and then it kind of gets dark after that um as we go into kind of we touch back on his you know family situation with his sister uh or stepsister kyoko are are we supposed to feel like sympathy for the the for goda and kyoko i think i think they're trying to (laughs) humanize him in a way but i don't think we're supposed to feel sympathy Cause I'm like, I feel nothing but cold contempt for yeah. these characters, and every moment they're on the screen is a moment that I'm not getting a car. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I I do think the the question that he poses in the flashback when he's uh, beating the crap out of Ray is interesting um, philosophically. You know, when Ray tells him that what he's doing is wrong, and he asks him, and then go to ask him if he's God, if he gets to decide what's right and wrong. Um, I mean, he's not wrong, but at the same time, he's not he's right. He's not right. And that's the thing. Like, it's, it's an <laughs> interesting question. And the situation with him, uh, Goto, uh, and his wife, and Kyoko, uh, is certainly kind of messed up. And We only weird. get, like, one little bit of that, though, which I'm happy about. I hope we don't get yeah. a whole lot more. Um, <laughs> then, like, we, we just get a little bit of that... Um, and then it kind of goes into an arc of uh, focusing on um, Hinata and mm. stuff that's going on at school uh, with her. And I don't know, like, you know, just coming out of seeing uh, a silent voice, but like bullying seems to be a hot topic this year. And I feel like both the silent voice and what we've seen so far of uh, this arc and March comes in like a lion. It, I feel like they're handling this kind of, you know, sensitive subject in a very, um, you know, tactful way. Um, mm. It's so hard. It's 
It's good that they're actually talking yeah. about it, though, because that's been kind of an issue in Japan and, for a while, that they just kind of turn a blind eye to and it. It's like, and they, you know, they straight up say, like, there is no surefire way to prevent bullying it's just i i think i think that was my favorite the the, the teacher talking yeah. to ray about that and he said look like he he types in like bullying in google and he's like look there are 200 like 20 000. Yeah, 30 million yeah. i think it was it yeah was yeah and he's like there is no sure fair way to deal with this we have to deal with this on a case-by-case basis but yeah they they also do like you were saying jeff they talk about how people turn a blind eye to it like even the teacher tells um Tells Hinata that you know you, she needs you're to overreacting. Yeah, yeah you're overreacting. It. Yep. And it's like, and then his homeroom teacher's like, "Oh, she's that kind of teacher," and it's just like, you know, it's it's such a hard hard thing to to talk about and to even you know attempt to figure out. But it's also it's just so heartbreaking to see you know Hinata have to go through just this stupid bullshit that happens in high school and even you know middle or she's in middle school I, middle yeah, school I high school and middle school even school, beyond yeah. as this you know takes place in the workplace and stuff like that but it's just it's just such a heartbreaking and beautiful show at the same time it's just so mm-hmm. damn good mm-hmm. um just like the the breakdown uh from Hinata leading to the breakdown from Akari to I like the I like the the way the grandpa handled it. I think that was uh, yeah, the best the way. Like so he didn't good. do a goddamn thing wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn right, grandma, yeah. granddad. We go, old man. You tell him. You tell him what's right. Um, <laughs> it's like I don't know what I can say other than like this is a very very good show. Um, and everyone should absolutely definitely watch, watch the it. first season. Yeah, watch the first season because <laughs> you definitely need that the context. Yeah. And the relationship, and there's still quite a bit of really good shogi. Yeah. I mean, like the 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 matches there there haven't been that many, but the ones that we've gotten that we've seen are pretty intense. Yeah. Does this show totally want like make you want to learn no, how to play that game? No, and no, because no. very scared to even look at a shogi board. Yeah. Oh god. Because that the, I don't know. Their, their matches it looks like money, fun to me. So you know they're they're so. <laughs> Yeah. drained like, after that's like one of the like the early things in the first episode of the season they you know they're like asking ray about shogi and stuff and they're like is shogi fun for you and he's like what <laughs> what <laughs> he like freezes fun. and he can't like well, think the, about the, it they ask no, him to uh uh he, he they ask him does it ever go away this this terrible gut-wrenching feeling of loss or like does it like the and the winners like does it ever go away this you know terrible tension even up to winning like and the the drain feeling and he's like nope that's pretty much forever it just gets worse <laughs> and worse and worse as you lose more and more it just gets worse as you win it gets worse it's just all bad. <laughs> so no i have zero desire huh. to learn how to play shogi Oh, well, it it speaks to people. Who I, I was getting level. a lot of, so. yeah. See, I was getting a lot of. Yeah, I never played Magic uh, at a super competitive level, but I'd go and play Friday Night Magic, and I'd r- usually get to the top, you know, four. <laughs> and I, I was kind of starting to f- kind of see, you know, it was never as stressful as some of these guys looked when they were <laughs> playing, but um, it definitely can be stressful uh, trying to play, and you know when. If you're a competitor, regardless of whether money's on the line, once you get to that point in a tournament, you get, you know, it gets yeah. pretty stressful. Like but just even like um, me playing 
PUBG or League of Legends, especially League of Legends, when I lose a game, especially when it's like a bad game, I'm just like, whatever. I'm just done with this game for You're so a drained while. and you're yeah. just like, ah. And I can't even yeah. imagine oh, yeah. professionally playing something as oh, yeah. thought intensive as Shogi or even chess, you know, um, the uh, American equivalent. Right, right. Yeah, Shogi looks way more advanced than chess. But, yeah, it's Shaft is doing an amazing job with the animation. Um, I do feel like some of the character designs are slightly different. At least I thought that too. I thought it was just me though. No, like especially the uh, the like the Shogi um, uh, chairman or whatever. The the mm-hmm. older guy with the gray hair, uh, mm-hmm. he looked off to me. Um, but I don't know. I would need to go back and look. But other than that, they keep up the the tone um, very well. In another show with very very good uh, contrasting colors. Yeah. Um, to help. One thing I can say is that 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 city is windy year round. Year round. Well, I think like it's, they're it's in the summer now. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. Definitely go watch it. It's really good. And Akari's best girl. Yeah. Yeah, season, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. But her sisters are cute too. Yeah, they are. Momo Momo is a treasure. Yeah, she's adorable. <laughs> she's she's definitely one of those protect characters. Yeah. Okay, here we are, guys. Uh, yep, here we are. Here we are. Mm, it's this is it the is one. time. See, I'm so glad that I drafted I'm so the show. And it's you know, I, I know, I, I know we're all going to talk about it and we're all going to watch it, but at least I can take part in the conversation because <laughs> if I hadn't drafted it, there's a good chance I wouldn't be caught up at this point. But um, Love Live, Sunshine, Season 2. <laughs> Our community has gone full on like bonkers over Love Live. I think with, you know, everyone playing Sif and Season 2 releasing and everyone is really into it. I need to go grab my light sticks. You know, Carlos... carlos has even gotten me into the live you know live versions of these idols uh the most recent trip that i took a couple weeks ago to california and um there's so much to love about this show and uh, season two has been a a huge treat for me um in the sense that i actually literally just you know what is a month ago or so caught up with season one of sunshine and um Season two has been a huge improvement in my mind. I think it really brings back all the feelings I had with Muse and the first, uh, you know, version, I guess, of Love Live. <laughs> I say season one, season two. We're talking about a different anime, I guess. But um, uh, all these characters are really coming into their own and they're giving a lot of different reasons to love them. And uh, yeah. I'm really, really enjoying the show. <laughs> Go ahead, Carlos. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see them outside of the like the need, like the I guess how do you say this? The origin story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So now, right now that they've come together, and this is what we're kind of hoping for that they'd they'd have more time to kind of hang out and and their characters would develop a little more. At first, it was just um. I guess kind of shtick just you know like all the girls like if you're if you're a fan of the first season they're doing more of what they did in the first season but recently we've been getting more character episodes mm-hmm. which i'm like starting at episode four we got Daya's character episode and i love Daya. i, <laughs> I was, was not expecting to i was not expecting to like it as much as i did best girl um, this one. 
Tetsuo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, and in the most recent episode, which if you guys haven't seen it, why haven't you watched it? Um, <laughs> in Aqua's Wave, uh, we get, I, I won't say it because I don't want to spoil it. We get a character practicing a move for a live that I'm curious if the the live action girls are going to be able, like the live action girl, I should say, who's going to have to do this is going to be able to do this. So like just they they keep building on the reasons why I have to go to Japan next summer <laughs> and watch them in concert. Uh, it begs the question because I know I, I just watched it this morning and I know several people have com- commented on it. Did she jump all of Aquars? Or I don't think she did. I think she just did like a just a like a gymnastics routine, back handspring yeah, thing. Flip. I don't. I, I don't know what they're named. Yeah, yeah. It it makes sense though, because like the whole time I'm thinking, is she just jumping? Is she just failing yeah, to jump? And, and like, oh, that's what she's doing. Even like when there was one time when like the when Yo and Rico are talking, and she's like doing whatever she's doing on the beach, and we just see her run and just like slip and fall i'm like is she just trying to like slide or like what is going on but yeah it it was it was really cool to kind of see the the culmination of everything in that uh that last performance in episode six i can't wait for that cd too all all the cds aren't coming out until like late november early december Mm -hmm. but um yeah seriously if chica if chica when she's done you know she graduates high school and she's done with um the school idol thing she could probably join the nba <laughs> <laughs> with as with as high as she can jump absolutely <laughs> i mean we're talking michael jordan yeah. levels of, of jumping. As, as as good as she is at defying the laws of physics yeah absolutely <laughs> she could be the next jordan um but yeah like the the performances this season have been outstanding like we just talked about the, the latest one was called aqua's wave um or maybe it was just wave i don't remember um but the the performance uh, in the third episode, uh, my my tonight was f- like really fucking good. Um, that was the one with them all in oh, the yeah. China like China dresses, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, oh, yeah, that was, was a great one. Outstanding. I just lo- um, I want those outfits. I want those cards in Sif. I want yeah. I want those figures. I will say that I don't like. I like. I love the op. I don't like it as much as I liked Azora Jumping Heart. Uh, and same for the ed. The ed is good. Don't like it as much as as the first season ZD, um, but that's I mean, small nitpick and really not that big a deal considering I still like the songs and I <laughs> I love the outfits in the in the OP. Um, although every now and again I got we got dreams stuck in my head because they can't English <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> Mari continues God. to be a treasure of English incredible stuff <laughs> just incredible when she's oh my god the English the is it a map or yeah whatever, the map thing and Connor says she's standing on the map the way she says whoops is <laughs> I think the best thing I've ever heard in they don't understand inflection nope. the, the whoops the whoops makes it sound like she intended to sit on it and she's just being vindictive <laughs> it was just like so out of place it was fantastic it was like whoops <laughs> And the way she said, it, I don't know. It's, it's great. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, the Japanese and English—it's it's phenomenal. Um, and we got a little, we got a little Rico and and Yoshiko uh, side story. I'm hoping uh, in the next few episodes because it looks like it looks like the next few episodes because 
we're in season, or episode six. We're actually going to get a push into Love Live, which is kind of early, which makes me worried. Um, because this, yeah. this is the last year for the third years, and what are they going to do? Yeah, I, I feel like yeah the, the rest of the season is probably going to be building up to Love Live. Because, mm. So they just did the regionals. So now no, is it this, just... I, I think this one's going to be the regionals, isn't it? The regional qualifier, or was the last one the regional qualifier? I think this last one was the regional qualifier. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so we'll find out their fate. I I assume they'll get through. Um, And then I imagine they'll build up, like, episode 11 or 12 will get Love Live, and then it'll be the aftermath. Then we'll Mm. cry. No, don't don't break up. You just just started. Yeah. Uh, we we had. Will we get tears in this season? <laughs> when did when did news end? Two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen, two thousand sixteen. It had to be two thousand sixteen. Um, yeah. Last so. Year. Yeah, it was yeah. last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was relatively quick that they announced the new cast. And what is this now? Is there are they already working on another one? Did I see something posted on our Discord um, that they were like trying the, to? The PDP girls aren't technically another. Um, they're not technically a, a, a completely different uh, thing. Okay. They're they're they are a different group, but they're not really a group. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they compete against each other. Hmm. Um, oh. and they really haven't done anything aside from a few appearances. They haven't sang a single song, so we're still waiting on that. Um. Interesting. And whether or not they're even going to do whole ones, because from what they made it sound like, PDP was a competition between each girl. <coughs> so I, I'm i still kind of fuzzy on what they're going to do, but apparently they're also going to be in the recently announced uh, School Idol Festival All-Stars game. So they're going to have to start singing eventually <laughs> since they're going to be in the game. Um, Interesting. Oh, okay. So yeah, 2016 is when, when Muse ended. So from 2010 to 2016, that's about six years. We've only had a little over a year of Muse, maybe like a year and a half, or I'm sorry, a year and a half of Aquars. Um, so they hit the ground. They running. need they, they need more time, way more time, Japan. I'm not ready to let go of Aquars. <laughs> you, you need to you need to somehow extend that crowd. College. I don't. care ovas i don't care movies whatever uh just don't don't get rid of awkward so soon but yeah that's uh love live sunshine um i don't know like what what do you what do you guys how do you guys think it's gonna end let's let's get some predictions since, <laughs> since we're all fans here um chica is finally gonna get rid of her mullet um <laughs> She just got short hair. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I hope they. I hope they win Love Live. I hope they do. Uh, I hope they save their school. I'm sure they'll save their school because I don't feel like it's, this is the kind of show that is like, you know, no, they're gonna fail. Dark yeah, ending. the school needs yeah. <laughs> to be saved. Uh, I love the whole like real life thing too, where they're like they're they're actually in, injecting you know economy into the town that the anime yeah, is about they, they I think that's really they neat. have been uh doing festivals and stuff like that and and the the trains the happy party train uh, uh train coverings are in numazu and so that's so yeah. cool if you like anime um, about in- injecting economy into towns check out soccer quest Touché. oh yeah 
Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> yeah, that is. So, yeah. No, I mean, I guess I didn't really think of it in the same light just because Sakura Quest is probably be making that town become kind of a pilgrimage for fans of the show. Hmm. Whereas Love Live is doing actually, you know, like the, the idols themselves are kind of adopting the town. So, I mean, it's a similar idea, but it's just a different way of doing it, I guess. They, they participate um, in, the, in the like the summer festivals for New Mizzou and all that stuff. And they, they were there at the opening of the, the gamers in the town and stuff like that. And that's why we have the Yoshiko or Yohane gamer, um, gamers employee card and SIF. Mm. So it, it's it'd be a really interesting. Um, it'll be a really interesting thing to see like the that town, you know, pre, you know, Aqua and post you know maybe five years down the road like how much they've changed oh dude if i if i go to (laughs) japan like well i should say this when i go to japan i will be making a pilgrimage to that town just to see all Uh, the awkward stuff no i can understand that That go to the aquarium and all that stuff um so yeah love life sunshine i'm 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 expecting that they win as well but i'm also kind of hoping that like you said logan uh we kind of predicted a little uh that they move on into college because you're still technically in school in college yeah. so you could still be a school mm. idol <laughs> i would be with just unless they really want to just continue like a, you know unless they're going to go to a model where they're just going to start building new idol groups every couple um, of years couple of years they would really have to drag this out a little bit um sunshine cast i, I feel like people would would I, <laughs> I think people would get burnt out on having to adopt new idols every yeah. couple of years if they did it that way. Um, and maybe I'm wrong because I'm sure idol culture in Japan <laughs> is probably something I can't really understand. But um, I would think they have to do something different here. Uh, it, is it possible that they go to a season three? Like mm-hmm. that this, that's, that the Love Live. That's what we're kind of hoping for. That they just... They fail Love Live, maybe, and they actually set their sights on something else. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> what, like, is, um, you know, here's like the the dark path that could be interesting. They, you know, maybe they do win Love Love Live, whatever, but the school still ends up getting uh, condensed, combined with another school, and the third years do graduate and move on, and they introduce new. That's what I was saying new, too, to to yeah. Stephen, like a, a little while back. Is, is that what they could do? And I don't want them to do this. No. Is that they could right. get rid of the third year? So that would be, uh, Mari, I can't, or you know, I, I, yeah, Anya, yeah. Arisa, and um, Suwawa or Kanan uh, Diamari, and they could bring in completely new first years. Yeah, but that. That would kind of kill Not me. Not lazy-eyed girl, though. Like, that lazy-eyed girl. I don't think I could handle her as an idol. What? Oh, the, the, uh, the Mekon girl? <laughs> One of the friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let me, let me... Okay, now, would you be more accepting of that scenario if they spun now two seasons of the show, one following the Love Live, you know, Chica and her group, and one following maybe a new group that's not a school idol group of Daya, no, Ari, and Kana. No. Because, if, because that, then you don't get, you're, you mess up, let me think here, one, two, I'll, I'll, no, wait. You mess up two subunits. Azalea loses two of its members, and Guilty Kiss loses one of its members. And I... No. no, I know I, it maybe isn't an ideal scenario. I'm just wondering if that would appease what if you. We get but a Yuri slice yeah, that of makes life sense. What you're saying. Years in college. 
I mean, I wouldn't say no. If they're if they're going if they're going to do it, nothing I say is going to stop them. No. But I really don't want it. Yeah. But I, it, you know, if it did happen and they did make a slice of life with the third years, I'm not going to say no to it. There's too many. There's too many fans of those that they've. Yeah, to make you're a fan of one of the third years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow. I, I refuse it because honestly, the Canon, Mari, and Daya were not given any love in the first season of the show. And for them to basically give people things to love about these three characters and then tear it away from us yeah. it, within a season, that's cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would not be nice. So um, they're going to have to do something. Either the show ends and everyone goes off into the sunset as Love Live winners and they save the school or they drag it into another sh- season. Mm. Oh, yeah. Logan, you are as well a fan of a third year. Yes, I am. <laughs> how, how could I forget it? <laughs> how about could Shiny you? and Nissan? But uh, yeah, so that's um, we're, we're we are definitely on edge about the the ending of of Love Live Sunshine. So let us know uh, what you think about it. Um, before we go, though, or start giving you the information of how you can let us know what you think about Love Live Sunshine uh, or how it's going to end, um, we actually do have a listener question. Okay. Mm. Go watch Love Live. Let's take it. Go watch the original Love Live. If you've never seen it, for the love of God, go watch Love Live. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Do you want to take it? Uh, Sure, if you want me to. Um, Companion Cube asked us... I'm not going to read Phil's Phil's haiku. It's not a question. Um, is, (laughs) Is there an anime that you wish you had never... Or you had to... You never had to hear about ever again. Sorry. Uh, you probably already know mine. It's Aramanga Sensei. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, it doesn't <laughs> wow. have to be something you dislike either. Thoughts? Uh, uh, an anime you, you, you hope you never hear about again. Uh, the two that come to mind for me, Fooly Cooly and <laughs> Evangelion. <laughs> I didn't even think of those. I guess not Fooly Cooly. I, I don't really hear about it that much. Oh, you're going to be hearing about it. Don't worry. The new yeah, season yeah, I, I, I figure. I'll probably watch it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess Ava. It, for me, Ava would have been a couple of years back when everyone was really, really trying to tell me about mm-hmm. the, the meaning behind the ending. <laughs> yeah, that was obnoxious. I don't know if I would say Ava, though, because... There was some, there was some good stuff yeah. about Ava. I think some of the f- fans were kind of obnoxious, but... Um, yeah, uh, I, if I have to pick something, and I can't think of really an anime because I'm trying to think of stuff that I have to hear about all the time. And it's not that I hate like Naruto. I don't I actually <laughs> like Naruto. I never watch Shippuden, but I'm kind of I'm just like I feel like it's totally saturated the market oh. in in with casual anime I fans, you know, people who don't yeah. see um I agree, but I, I, I think I'd go a different route yeah. with saturation. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think I'm really going to make people angry with uh-huh. this. Go ahead. Attack on Titan. Oh, interesting. I'm sick okay. of hearing about Attack on Titan. That uh, was my first thought. It, yeah. it, it was it was like people, people always like there's a lot of people like the casual anime fans who are like, oh, it's dark. So this mm. must be dark anime. So this is what I have to watch. Um, yeah. And then there's people who are like, oh, it was so profound. And there are parts of it that are very profound, but. I mean, just showing yeah. the psychological break of a person, it's it's not 
Yeah. Like over and over again, like the first point, it's like, yeah, that was actually really good. That's surprising. I mean, do it again. And it's like, okay. Yeah. At what point do we start putting soldiers on the field who, who can, you know, who we've, we've psychologically treated so that they don't lose their goddamn minds. Um, and right. at what point, you know, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's just, I get sick of hearing about it, uh, about how, yeah, that was my first thought, and I didn't say it just because you know I, I've enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed Titan, it I as well. I, think I, just, I get I get sick of hearing about it from everybody. No, I was just going to say Attack on Titan actually made an appearance on Jeopardy the other oh, night. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> there was a manga category and Jeopardy, and one of the answers was uh, Attack on oh, Titan. Jesus. So um, I just remembered another one that I would be very happy to never hear about again, and that would be uh, Crunchyroll's best anime of twenty. 16 yuri on ice <laughs> yeah yeah i mean nothing against it no but everything good, against it good Screw lord that, show. The, the... that i would totally agree but i haven't actually heard about that show since like the season it aired mm. i feel like it if really you faded watch, into if you watch AMVs, you you get a lot of it still oh are they still crazy about it yeah maybe i just um, maybe it's the community i talk to then yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about yeah, it it's, it's it's whatever um, I think, I think to be fair though, to be, to be, if we're, we're being perfectly honest with ourselves, anybody who listens to this podcast and who isn't a fan is probably real fucking sick of us talking about love live. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. But you're going to get it anyway. Yep. Yeah. And Kalei. And Kalei. Uh, sorry guys. I'm sorry. They're probably just sick of us in general. I don't know why. Yeah. They're still yeah. I think anyone who didn't like anyone who it really doesn't like Love Live has probably stopped listening to us by now. So. Well, if they haven't, then this is the episode where they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or the next, like, the review episode where we where we do Love Live Sunshine Season 2 and we go on and on and on. Yeah. Hey, it's well, coming. If you have stuck around and listened to this, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. If you are leaving us now, the, you're sick of our Love Live talk, we appreciate all the listening up to this point, and we hope to have you back again in the future at some point. If you want to tell us how awful we are and how much our opinions suck, you can get a hold of us on, uh, on Twitter do. at anime underscore arcade. You can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. Uh, we are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. You can shoot us a scathing email at mail.animearcade at gmail.com. Um, and if you would like to join our Discord, uh, just hit us up on any of those and we'll get you in there. And you can... Tell us how much you actually do love love life, and you're just embarrassed about it. It's okay. <laughs> you're closeted. Yeah, yeah. Come out of the closet, man. Time to embrace the love life. We haven't actually mentioned um, reviews. Um, if anyone can give us a review on oh, yeah. iTunes, I should. Uh, we would appreciate that. It's been a while since we've mentioned that. But uh, I, also, if you I want to send us beer, you can do that too. Um, yeah, we need. To I'm give not a, sure how. Yeah, beer. We'll figure it out. We. we yeah. mm. We, we would graciously accept beer. Mm. Yeah. Beer is always accepted. Um, okay. Well, now that this has gone off the rails, thanks for listening. <laughs> See you guys next time. Thanks, guys.
We paid. We paid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> I was I was honestly going to say that we pay the government to to release chemtrails so that people love love. <laughs> Yeah. I, w- I want conspiracy theorists to, to start pointing to our podcast. 